Welcome to Video Game Apocalypse, oh, episode number 149. Look, when uh, when I steer the ship, I make sure we say everything correctly. Uh, Michael's uh, not here. It's, it's yeah. Video Game Apocalypse, Dave? It's Video Game oh, Apocalypse. God, this, is, this should be episode I'm, two of I'm Video Dav Game. I'm Rudin. Oh, shit. See, I already messed up. Uh, I'm Dave Rudin. I'm hosting this week because... Uh, Michael is in Nowlands celebrating mm. Chewbacca's, I mm. believe it's called. So I've never I, heard of that I, before. I have two uh, regular old VGA guests with me. Uh, Christopher Antistam. Henry Gilbart. And uh, we have a special guest, <gasps> co-host of the uh, Power Pros podcast. That's right. And former editor at Nintendo Power, the Hoff, Chris Hoffman. Thanks for having me here. Oh, hey. Hooray. Uh, I just had to part with a couple of my favoritist uh, Nintendo Power ish- issues from the uh, rain we worked together mm. on. Well, that's very tragic. S- I kept doubles of things that I wrote and then realized this is a giant stack of magazines <laughs> yeah. from, ten, the, from 10 yeah. years ago. 10 years later, it doesn't yeah, are very heavy. Well, it was more, the, you should have seen the way the lady eyed them. They, maybe they didn't need to be displayed on a mantle anymore. <laughs> well, I did like Epic Mickey a lot, but yeah. how much is too much? I'm at least going to keep the one in plastic of the final issue and yeah. uh, might not keep the one out of the plastic. How long were you with Nintendo Power? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Oh, a little we, more than seven years, Including actually. as a Nintendo employee, correct? Like, Yeah, I was in got, Seattle for two years working at Nintendo Power there. You got to see Reggie to... in the uh, food courts and all that, right? That... Uh, something like that, yeah. Always yeah. eating Bigfoot pizzas, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. <laughs> exactly. definitely ready for that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Chris, I have you on. And Henry, Chris Hoffman. Oh, yes. to, oh yeah. Hey, oh, we've got two Chris's Hoff, here. Multiple Hoff, Chris syndrome. Hoff, um, I huff you on this podcast. Uh, you can call me uh, Big C Bitch Splitter okay. for the duration of this episode. <laughs> I huff you on this episode because uh, this topic is very Nintendo skewed. Just telling you right ahead of time, Uh-oh. there's going to be a lot of Nintendo and very little spoken English words uh, in the audio for this. This week's top five in honor of Groundhog Day Uh-oh. is the top five characters that emerge from the ground or who emerged from the ground i don't uh, whom emerged whom emerged from whence the ground starts uh <laughs> let's start with number five let's see if you can guess this just by its uh, video game noise yes is it uh, Pokemans? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It is a specific Pokemon that emerges from the ground, or I guess two Pokemon. It's it's it well, that's a, it's a, quite a controversy in the Pokemon community. Mm-hmm. How many Pokemon this one is? Ah, uh, this is, has to be Captain Digimon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's uh, what uh, did not Diglett Digtrio? Uh huh. It's uh, Diglett and Dugtrio. Dugtrio. Here, here uh, oh, God, I'm, I'm Dugtrio. Pokemon Real phony. <laughs> uh, and here is here is a non-digitized version of what they. Say. Wow. So amazing. Yeah. <laughs> They're also like, don't most Pokemon like aren't they able to say their whole name? Because Diglett uh, Doug Trio can't say Doug. It doesn't say Doug Trio, well, right? Well they Gee, pork chap. <laughs> I think they're sh- I think they're sharing it, but mm-hmm. I mean Charmander. They can shorten their name in the need of it, like Pika, Pikachu, yeah. Pika, P. So trio, Doug Trio just says Trio, not hmm. Doug Trio. So it should, should be called Trio. Maybe and also, it's a woman. Yeah, no. I, uh, actually, I could tell you it? the gender rates on Doug Trios. Yeah, give me a, a second. Rate? I'll look. Yeah, the catch rate. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon each have different gender uh, oh. proportions. Like fifty percent male, seventy percent female, one hundred percent female. It's I can true. look this up. You know, all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female. Ah. Mm-hmm. True. 
So, actually, this does bring up a question. So, D- Duck Trio is just three diglets stuck together, right? I don't think we well, use that word anymore. You, you don't know what's underneath the ground. It's though, true. Dave. You don't well, know what's what's going on with that. I did a little bit of research. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, in uh, po- Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team and Red Blue Rescue Team, oh, a diglet mentions that it has feet, though their oh. size and appearance are unknown. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, because you never see them out of yeah. the ground. Even if you do like a move that would throw them out of the ground, mm-hmm. they don't. The, they don't come out of their spot. By the way, they are. The gender ratio is fifty-fifty. Hey. Doug trios are so better. one and a half of the diglets and Doug trios. More fair than humans. Yeah. Very humans. disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows what's under the ground there? Uh, yeah, and adding to the mystery, the Pokedex is also kind of uh, sparse about these characters. Really? Diglet. 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 The movement of these ground Pokemon can be easily detected by their tracks of upturned earth. Hmm. I don't see any upturned earth. Dugtrio, the evolved form of Diglet. No specific information available. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Boy, How was I watching the show every day for like... Pokedex. Yeah, in 1997, I, I was 16 years old. Yeah, just, geez, wow, yeah. It doesn't yeah. explain anything. Why, well, we, why aren't girls dating me? <laughs> they should be more yeah. into Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I saw a funny... I think it was Carolyn Goodmanson uh, showed me this. That It was this, this hilarious DeviantArt picture of what's going on beneath the ground. And it showed that the, the three heads are attached to three super buff dude bodies who are just <laughs> hugging each other underground just super close uh, up and just like a cuddle puddle yeah well who knows there there are like 700 like super buff Cerberus. Now. well there are several former uh, nintendo power employees who are now at the pokemon company so maybe ah, really. i can ask them and get to the bottom of it. unless <laughs> unless they're underground right now operating a duck trio <laughs> they could be the episode that I remember, it was called Dig Those Diglet, because uh, Pokemon episodes have to be weird puns. They were causing trouble for construction crew that was trying to build a dam, uh, because it was the Diglet in Dugtrio's home. That's where that, that's where that clip came They're from. They're displaced people. Yeah. They're displaced Pokemon. Dig, displaced people. <laughs> They're uh. digisonous people. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was, I was oh. trying to do a pun on in, uh, indigenous people, but didn't really work. <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Number four. Let's see if you can recognize this one from its also unintelligible noise. That one at least sounds familiar to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Mario sound effect. Uh-huh. Like a Mario and Luigi mm-hmm. sound effect. What emerges mm-hmm. from the ground in a Mario? Uh, a mole? Mm-hmm. Monty Mole? Yes, Monty, Monty mole. mole. What's that from? Well, His... Mario World was the first one. Yeah, but yes. that's not the noise. He doesn't make any noise. He does. Uh, well, not in that game, but well, that game eventually. bursts out of the dirt. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, Monty Mole. No, he first bugs bunnies out of the dirt on occasion. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so Monty Mole first appeared in Super Mario World, uh, and he also had a larger version variant called Mega Mole, mm. who does not count on this countdown because I don't think I ever you ever <laughs> see yeah, Mega Mole emerge from the ground. It's true, you're just in an underground level, and he Stupid. just like he just comes barreling down. Is that like one the, of Mega Man's pets? So yeah, in like Mega Man a, 19, yeah, he turns into a skateboard that. that you can uh, ride around. <laughs> Battlenetwork.rar. <laughs> also, I totally thought Monty Mole was wearing sunglasses in Mario World, and there are no images of Monty Mole wearing sunglasses. I, on the they're not. No, they're you're just thinking they're, of Mega Mole. They're mole eyes, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, or you're thinking of the guys. The do you I forget mole? the name of them, but the guys in three who just hold up a manhole and throw a wrench at you. Uh, oh, I think they, Rocky Wrench, or am I making that up? No, entirely? that sounds right. It sounds so sounds, believable. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. 
Well, that that character didn't seem to make any returns, but Monty Mole did after uh, Super Mario World. He was an obstacle on multiple Mario Kart tracks. As a mini-game in Mario Party 10, that's where that audio came from. There. Oh, okay. Uh, the name of that mini-game was, let me see if I can get this all out, Mega Monty Mole's Maze Mischief. <laughs> wow. Monty Mole's annoying alliteration. Yeah, uh, yeah. I felt like a real big shot when I took a demo of Mario Kart 8 and uh, a future coworker of mine, Maxwell McGee, who's a great guy, but he, we were playing a Moo Moo Farms uh, recreation in Mario Kart 8, and then out pop Monty Mole, and then he's like, uh, "Look at these uh, moles or whatever," and then I say. Uh, it's Monty Mole. <laughs> and then I looked at the Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo people are like, huh? Right? <laughs> and you could hear, you could see the uh, women PR people divorcing their husbands on their phone. Like, They're just this like, guy. this guy's got it this all. <laughs> he knows the proper mole terminology. <laughs> Monty was just in the, uh, I was just playing against him in Yoshi's Woolly World. Because oh, yeah. He, I love the way he works in that because he's literally pushing up the, it's not ground he's digging in, but it's, you know, blankets or fabric yeah. that he's pushing up by being there, and you you fight a pretty big Monty Mole by oh, shooting him right. in the butt. You got to you got to butt stomp him. To yeah, butt stomp, butt to butt stomp. Man, I have not played enough of that game. I haven't either. Yeah. Well, since he's not emerging from the ground, he's only emerging from fabric. He doesn't count in that in- incarnation. I'm just gonna say to cover my butt. Well, there's one other I would. There's another well, there's Mon- a Mario Maker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they also probably had like a retro version of him. Yeah, I mean they got you know. Oh, yeah. All, they, all they, four they versions, versions, all four skins. Yeah. Man. I mean every everything has everything appears in every version of Mario Almost. and Mario Maker. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Not Kerbo's shoe. That's only in I think the eight bit versions. Okay. Yeah. Mystery Mushrooms only got uh, the uh, the original I, Mario. Yeah, I, had, for, I had so much fun with that for a week, everything. and I was just like, I'm I need to get away from Mario Maker right now. It'll right now. consume your life. Actually, before Mario Maker, Monty mm-hmm. Mole was retrofitted into another Mario game. Huh? He appeared in uh, the GBA version of Super Mario Brothers 3 as what? one of the transformations that the kings were originally before oh. they turned back into kings. Uh, so, like that. Yeah. Oh, there's another variation on him called Major Burroughs, who was the super digging uh, boss in Mario Galaxy. Ah. So if you remember a boss that was just... A supersized Monty Mole with a uh, turtle shell on his back and on his head as a helmet too. He he's a furious digger as well. Though I'd have uh, I'd have Monty Mole on this before yeah. Major Burroughs. And the only other interesting thing about Major Burroughs is he is voiced by the director of the game uh, Hayashida. Wow! Surprised Nolan North didn't get that one. <laughs> I'm a mole. <laughs> <laughs> don't jump on me, Mario. I don't know. I don't know why my my Nolan North impression sounds like Doctor Venture's yeah. brother. Uh, <laughs> so Monty Mole also he's a very proficient in the sports. Yes, he's appeared in multiple sports games. Uh, here he is getting hit by a pitch in Mario Slugger Super GT. Sluggers. Yeah. That hit the yeah. yeah. That uh, doesn't sound so painful. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get an E10 rating if it looked yeah. too painful. Well, going from the agony of defeat to uh, the thrill of victory, here's what he sounds like when he scores a goal in Mario Strikers. That just sounds like a pitch-shifted Yoshi. Yeah. yeah. He's a playable character in Strikers? Yeah. He, well, Strikers had the aces. It's just not a lot of real estate. Strikers had the aces on their team, and then yeah. they'd be backed up by, like, that's shy right, guys right. or Koopas or whatever. That's right. Yeah. He, was, he was one of the characters who was briefly illegal when we would play Mario Strikers at GamePro because mm-hmm. well, his super move was to... Go under the ground, yeah. so you can basically teleport underneath the person's goalie and pop up 
right that's, by the goal line. That's offsides. He, yeah. That's offsides. You like can't his, do that. Him and Boo, well, they, they can just transport right through the goalie. That's no fair. That mm. person can't be in the game. No, shenanigans. Yeah. I expect better balance than that. Yeah. Seriously, this is the alternative to FIFA. I can't They're have... villains. They're filthy cheaters. Oh. Yeah. Mm, I guess that's true. <laughs> sunglasses in this game, at least? I don't think so. Where are the sunglasses? No. That mole wore sunglasses. I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody help me out here. Man, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm just going to edit all that out. It makes all the sense in the universe for a mole emerging from the ground yeah. to wear sunglasses. Uh, let's move off of this hotly debated topic totally. and on to number... Number three. Number number sounds familiar too. Uh, yeah. Also, that sounded like Bowser, but it mm-hmm. can't be that. The one entry on the list that is not a Nintendo game. Not a first party game. Oh. Uh, may have appeared in some way, shape, or form, but not where I got the audio from. The Pac-Man World Rally. No. no uh, <laughs> Dig uh, Dug something? Mm-hmm. Mr. Driller? Cubert goes to town. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, Driller, do- yeah, Dig Dug and Driller don't leave the ground. They just, they keep going deeper and deeper. Lumberjack party? Uh, Mr. Driller. No, these are <laughs> the plants and zombies... Of Plants vs. Zombies. Oh my god. That's not even. Oh, it's on a DS. It counts. It's on everything now. It's on Garden Garden Warfare. So it's a shooter now. It's a puzzle game. It's everywhere, man. That shooter was unreasonably addictive. Yeah. And there's a new one out uh, next month, I believe. This month. Really? Yeah. The new Garden Warfare 2. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Unbelievable. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Garden Warfare 2. How can that. Well, I guess it did okay. Mm -hmm. uh... It was. I didn't play it until it was free, but yeah. that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, I just to sorry to go back to Monty oh, Mole, but I, I think, oh man, I think I know where the confusion came from. Looking at his gallery, so in Mega Mole with sunglasses. No, no, no. He does have sunglasses in Paper Mario and in Mario Kart sixty four. Thank you. But uh, it's pretty rare he has glasses otherwise. And kids of the nineties will remember <laughs> mm-hmm. that on the uh, the Super Mario World show when Monty Thank when you. Monty Mole showed up, they did have the sunglasses. Uh, I was, or at the very least, large eyebrows. Okay, delicious. so the plants do pop out of the ground. Is yeah. that what this is in reference to? Well, yeah. well, both plants and zombies emerge from the ground. Yeah, unfortunately for this, they don't even realize how much they have in common. Yeah, they just hate <laughs> each other, man. It's uh, they the PVZ is great. Yeah. It made me like, uh, I it's don't know, a- it, it felt like a, it sucked me into a genre I had kind of abandoned. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I must have played. I think I beat it, the original one like on three different platforms, yeah. like on Vita, phone, yep. and uh, DS. I believe. I think I've only paid for it once. <laughs> I keep getting it uh, through Plus and Live and yeah. all this other, those yeah. other things. Yeah, I was never going to buy it on Vita, but when it was free, I was like. Sure, I'll play Plants vs. Zombies for free anyway. It's hard to remember a time when it wasn't an EA game. That's when I first bought it. With microtransactions. Did it have microtransactions? Two did. Two is built all around microtransactions, Uh, mm. which people weren't happy with. It's capitalism, baby. (laughs) Like it or leave it, buddy. So, yeah, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare had multiple versions of zombies. Uh, We haven't heard the election results yet, but no more talk about that, but... We're with you, Mr. O'Malley. Yeah. You really think you're going to get there. Uh, here is the disco zombie. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, originally that was the Michael Jackson zombie. No, they're different. It, no, they had a Michael Jackson zombie. In, is that what they got? They got rid of the Michael Jackson I, zombie? I'm sure it wasn't called Michael Jackson zombie, but it was a it Michael Jackson. It had the Jack- Thriller jacket, yeah. and they were and he threatened with a lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, by, is that uh, what they became? By MJ, huh. and mm-hmm. so it became the disco zombie. That. that did the exact same thing of, like, dancing. Disco and Stu then making, is going to sue. <laughs> 
I'm gonna uh, he, does, he does look just like Disco Stew, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I guess the, that's such a pastiche of 70s things, it's not enough to sue over. Which doesn't there. make a lot of sense now, because yeah, when he was, I, I forgot when I played it, yeah, it was MJ and he was Thriller, and he'd pull other zombies to dance with them out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes does, more sense than a Disco. Makes more sense, except <laughs> that uh, Disco's dead. Ha, yeah, ha, ha, I guess. Is there a laugh track over there? Yeah. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> and here's the Yeti zombie. Dude, I don't remember him. Was he in one? He was like a special zombie. He had to like unlock him. Okay. Yeah. And he drinks a little. This is a supremely yeah. disturbing sound effect. Because yeah. to me, this is the soundtrack to procrastination. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm gonna load up and play one mission on my uh-huh. phone or. Oh man, working a PC gamer. <laughs> just just studying things. <laughs> if I just take a break, I'll be more creative when I'm done. Yes, yes. I wanted to see what a platinum trophy looked like for the readers. <laughs> uh, well, what's your favorite plant, Dave? Uh, sunflower, because it's uh, triple shooter. It's eight, no, double yeah. shooter. See, no, you know what? You ain't gonna I'm, have I'm nothing th- to defend those. I'm thinking of man. this. I'm thinking of this from the garden warfare, warfare perspective. Oh yeah, you gotta oh. think completely differently. Yeah, so that contains that, all the it, yeah. all the best players in garden warfare are garbage I'd never use in the regular PVC. Yeah. Even though I'm certain I had a free copy of it at some point from either PlayStation Plus or Xbone, uh, I just did. I have not played it. It's, I was like, uh, it's fun, but it's. I was looking forward to call it the first PS Plus game worth a shit. Oh yeah, it was one. Of the first I, I don't think uh, Game Informer would have used. I that put that on Game Informer. Well, I know that uh, th- what this week it just went live the PlayStation Plus free games, which are. Pretty black, black. Oh, I'd say. Did want to plug Hell that. Divers is fine. I like Hell in Divers. advance the the Ubi, Ubisoft humble bundle because it supports yeah. our buddies at the Stack Up, uh, the oh, military yeah. charity, and yeah. so you can basically pay. If you were gonna get the division, mm-hmm. you can get the division, pre-order it like this, get a ton of other free games that'll basically go mostly to charity on the Humble Bundle right now, no. including a bunch of Rayman, Grow Home, Assassin's Creed, Rogue. Or it could get it all to charity if you wanted to change totally. the uh, thing. And the you should. The Stack Up, I wanted to plug our buddies in Stack Up because they rule. And yeah, I can't wait yeah. to do something with them. Cool. Good work, guys. Let's move on to... Number two. This one you guys better get. I know. No, I, I well, don't know what they're called. Well, Zelda, but yeah. I'm not really sure what enemy we're, we're looking for here. It's not It the, emerges from the ground. Well, I mean, sometimes uh, Skullchulas emerge from the uh-huh. ground. Is that it? Mm-mm. No, they swing from the above. They, well, sometimes well, you, know, you can put... Sometimes you, you can pour out, dirt. Sure. Mm-hmm. You can pour the bugs into the dirt, and then the Skullchulas come out of the yeah, dirt. Yeah, Henry! So okay, you're correct. Yeah. So, no, it's a Deku! Yes, uh, if you couldn't tell by the cacophony of... Uh, Weird sounds from this classic game. It's, it's, uh, that it's was, the Navi zombie. Yeah, that's that's what the Deku sounds like when you uh, knock the uh, the nut back at it, <laughs> and it's and it runs around screaming. Stop <laughs> giggling at nut people. This and, is a professional and, and show. And then you can uh, coerce it into giving you a good deal on like sticks or something. <laughs> well, he'll sell you sticks instead of trying to kill you. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the difference. And now you're making me think the emergence from the ground yeah. might be the oldest video game trip trick yeah. in the book. Well, but these are the top people. Yeah. I guess it's easy to design too. Of just like you have a ground, and then a thing comes out. I don't of have it. to design a door or a womb. Just a smoke effect on the on the dirt. <laughs> instant instant birth. And they were way before the uh, the locusts from mm-hmm. Years of War popping yeah. out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you get even more in touch with the Deku by becoming a Deku yourself. Yeah, I actually have an audio clip related to that. Oh God. 
Oh god, this scream is gonna be awful. These were the dark days. Okay. <laughs> That's the Skull Kid so laughing skull at you kid. because you start out Majora's Mask as a Deku Scrub. And you don't <laughs> know. Not quite, but you're turning into Deku Scrub soon yeah. enough. Very, very soon. And then you think it's like some sort of, I don't know, horror film. And you're like, am I stuck? Is this forever? You don't really think that because you know, like, this is a Zelda game. I will not spend the rest I of your so Thank you, but I have not finished Majora's Mask again. Do you, oh, you have the 3D version, right? Of course, I, I, I bought it, it the first day. And, like, <laughs> I'm finally going to finish Majora's Mask. The one gap in my my console Zelda knowledge, other than a lot of Twilight Princess. What? Happened? Oh, Monster Hunter. That's what happened. Uh, I remember now. <laughs> the same day. You can't do that to me. Yeah. Now the new, it's it's really good on the new 3DS too. It is. It, it really needed a second stick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it. one of the. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What what do you think? Did you play the original one? I did. Uh, I played through the original. Uh, you know, it was uh, you know, it's not my favorite Zelda game, but sure. it's an excellent game. But know, the, every the, Zelda the streamlining game is the streamlining of that game for the 3D version is so cool. Like the the stupid obtuse things that they. Well, just having the bomber's notebook. Yeah, that's so a yeah, easy like, to get to. I don't know. It's one of the best. Remakes, I think I've seen in a long time. I don't know. All the Zelda remakes have been pretty good. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I think I may, may have played the worst version of Majora's Match. The Game Boy one. Yeah, the GameCube one mm. that was on the collection demo di- uh, or yep. the collection disc. It would freeze it up at a random buggy, point. Yeah. Yeah. It's so buggy, I play yeah. the only version of Majora's Mask that freezed up at Wait, random. Is that intervals. like a collector's item now? That I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, I think I so. I just, don't I you remember going into mine. a GameStop and like seeing like eleven thousand of those available because yeah. like, everybody got them for free? They when they always, bought, uh, I were Best Buy selling them for one penny. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and I wow. saw a couple going for like forty bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, I never opened mine. What the fuck? I mean, now they're not as now they're not as special. I feel like when they first came out, it was. Oh, you Nintendo never sells their old things again. Yeah. So to get another yeah. shot at it was a big deal. This was during the salad Nintendo days, does but it not was like trade nostalgia. yeah. But this was the salad <laughs> days where we're like, oh, we'll put five Zelda games on one disc that just comes with the system, <laughs> or we'll put like ten NES games in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Now, now it's like you know what? One Nintendo game, five dollars. I it's, love how that yeah. seems. That seems so insane now. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. What else were they going to do with those games? Well, I'd rather pay them five dollars than nothing for the no games they yeah. never release. <laughs> like they at least they finally put yeah. out. They put out Metroid Other M, and then last week yeah. they put out Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. So, oh, they did. Things are Metroid yeah. Other M. Uh, sorry, Zero Mission. Him. Zero, <laughs> Zero Mission. Zero Mission. Other M is... Don't yeah. confuse yeah. them. Nobody other, wants Other M. M is the superior Metroid that we all love most of all. You love it so much. I'm not mistaken. Other M is not that bad. We replayed <laughs> it recently. It does not hold up very well at all. A lot of cutscenes. <laughs> I remember there was a giant cutscene and then flashback to There were some terrible Samus, cutscenes. Yeah. And, they, and she says, and then I remembered. I'm like, what? That was like eight minutes of a flashback. You can't now, now remember. Samus, you can't use your morph ball here. Like, <laughs> the baby. Un- until, the baby. Yeah. It's so weird to see in that game that Nintendo, who is just like, no, this character never talks. Mm-hmm. Never! Mm-hmm. And then for this game, they just go like, oh, 80 lines of, 80 minutes of, of cutscenes? We'll pay for all of it. Go right This ahead. is what has been missing. Well, well, back when you were saying about you know virtual console stuff, I just missed the days of having to swipe a bunch of cards through my e-card. <laughs> oh, man. You, so oh, man. did you actually partake in that? Actually, I never did. Yeah, I, I do own like, one. I do own like the set of cards for Urban Champion, but I don't think I've ever actually done <laughs> Urban it. Champion. How many cards are required for Urban Champion? I don't I remember. I think it's about five. five eight, I'm pretty sure like that's that. like one of the only NES games I could text to you right now. <laughs> when when I was at Nintendo, they would have these uh, sale, you know, one specific time of the year, mm-hmm. and they'd just be clearing out you know all kinds of crazy stuff. Sometimes it would be really old. Yeah, yeah. So you could get you know all kinds of uh, old obscure stuff. If you got there like first, I remember somebody. 
you know, getting like a uh, you know a Japanese uh, N64 DD drive for like nothing. Whoa! Um, and then there was there was some stuff like uh, you know they had a bunch of copies of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. They had like like literally a box like a box of, like, copy. No, I think these were these were all open. I don't know, you know, where they came from. Maybe they were like store devs or something. The but there was just this huge box, like 200 copies of this game, and anyone could buy it for like, you know, a dollar if they wanted this, wow. this title. And yeah, so I think I got an e reader there, and I got a uh, you know, the e card version of Urban Champion for you know, like you know, 50 <laughs> yeah. cents or something. The only thing both. that te- I never bought an e card reader. The only thing that tempted me was the idea that you could add stuff to Mario 3. It's like, oh, extra levels to Mario 3? Like, I, I have that pack of cards. I have one of those packs of cards anyway. I just dug up Advance, Super Mario 3 Advance. Yeah. Super well, Mario Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers 4. Super oh, Mario Brothers 3. I just... I have two loose copies <laughs> on the ground. How long have I been in this fucking apartment? Wow. Uh, that, that is random. That's and I, I had to go through all this stuff. I got. Did I show you the Game Boy Pocket I found? No. I don't know whose it is. It was not mine. It was either the roommate before Tyler or before him. And there's wow. a and it still works. <laughs> it still works. That's the beauty of Nintendo. Yeah. yeah the, well, the old Game nice. Boys especially. Uh, so Deku's yeah. pop out of the ground. Oh my bad. Right? It is. Wait, but... we don't want to just. just <laughs> I need it. And they spit Derail chestnuts at people. Yeah. Or Deku Derail nuts. the conversation Deku more nuts. with Tales of Nintendo <laughs> building, please. Deku nuts <laughs> the, explode and stuff. Uh-huh. Right? And there's also the larger version of a Deku scrub called a business scrub. Uh-huh. And I think they're the ones that sell them and buy more stuff. And they have that this whole trading mission in Majora's Mask. Trade with one uh, Deku scrub to another and another and another and... You know, Classic it's, it's, it's I really a, thought yeah, when you a, said business scrub, you were going for some like, oh, no, no, big short real, Wolf of Wall Street real, joke. There's a there's a the character called business scrub. business scrub. Yeah, never read the manual. Yeah, never will. And I'm I okay imagine with it not that's, being a, made anymore. that's a like an insult that goes around the like Nintendo headquarters. Like, don't be such a business. <laughs> don't scrub. be such a business. Scrub. I gotta bet the treehouse people were telling each, telling yeah. each other that at the yeah. time. Yeah, but I don't want no scrubs. <clears throat> Let's move on to. You shouldn't let him get away with that. <laughs> Again, generic noise. Do you know what that actual character is? I know this because yeah. I told you that we talked about yeah. him being in here, but uh, I think I'd have got it anyway. But mm. I, well, let's I don't give these guys a second. I don't get yeah. it. Well, it should be Mr. Rossetti, right? Yes, that's, that's right. Hey. What the hell? I yeah. almost, almost. Chris, you his... should know this. He's Italian. I want a nice Rossetti. Why you would not say the game? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? You trying to cheat Rossetti? Yeah. You cannot do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I never got until very recently. Is what's his function in the game? He will reprimand you for resetting your game. You. Yeah. yeah, but his his name is reset. Like I don't when, know what it's, his it's name you, in Japan. Is. It's usually like when you turn the game off incorrectly yeah. or reset the game. Well, but you can't that, that trust that. He can't trust. It never occurs to me. And, I know it's pretty similar to Resetti in Japanese. I think. Yeah. I mean, like this. Um, but that name is almost an anachronism because do Nintendo systems still have reset buttons? No, well, almost nothing does. Yeah. Mm, no. It's all. It's yeah, one of the so only much. consoles I have that doesn't require it to, uh, itself to be yeah. hard reset on a regular basis. Thank you, modern wow. age. So he's he's Mr. Reset in Japan or Resetto-san. 
Grisettos. So, uh, Never got that, but I saw his amiibo, and I don't. I really don't want any more amiibos in my house. And my girlfriend is now in, in, in the <laughs> building, and I cannot talk about getting yeah. any more amiibos. Apparently, my limit was forty-five. <laughs> forty-five. <laughs> what man can live on just forty-five? Exactly. <laughs> what the hell is this, Russia? <laughs> Maybe That's... just forty-five Fire Emblem amiibo, but uh, after, only in after that case. the first run of amiibos, I didn't buy any more. But I was. Vi- I think okay. I did I buy Doctor Mario, but that was the only one. I got I was, that for my birthday for Christmas from from her as oh. the last amiibo. Hopefully, what a um, great gift! The last amiibo because I, I bought it for two people for the presents for them, and I, oh. I take her like I just want to make sure Target still has the exclusive Doctor Mario amiibo. Just they in still case. have them. They you can go there and get them now. Wow. So now, Wait, that, which is yeah. weird because all the all the exclusive amiibos sold out so fast. I mean, mm. we all I think we all expected this to happen eventually. That the Amiibo market can't keep growing and growing. The bubble, I think the bubble has burst on oh, the it Amiibo market. Has. That yeah. they, that instead now they're left with all the ones they. If they had had this many a year, two years ago, they would have sold them all. Mm-hmm. And now they're just left with like, eh, this <laughs> the audience is not into. Them. We made a new game character with a new what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they. I hey they. This gets into the news later, but Nintendo had a lot of profits. To, well, I love not, it, and I not get, their greatest profits, but good. They're all profits. they're all sitting in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I love more than like I can't take them out of the box. They were gifted to me. I, I did not buy these. I want to point that out since we're crowdfunded. <laughs> I did not buy all these. Uh, they were gifted to me by a very very nice person. Uh, but I would be very happy to take them out of the box if I could wallpaper a room with the package art of the <laughs> I think that the the the, the diagonal printing yeah. of their name with their face on it and all the different colors it looks so beautiful when you put them together. Please, can I wallpaper? My first child. Did you hear me? First I want that Bayonetta bedroom. one too. I do want. The I am not going to gonna stop. <laughs> but Mister Reset right. was amazing. I loved him from the first moment I met him. Mm. Even though, like, I loved slash hated him. Because, I never saw him in the first one. <laughs> really, man. My yeah. friends got saw him multiple times, and it was such a great. He definitely is there to to make, get mad at pirates or to get mad at people who just. They turned off the game and reset the time, yeah. and just that's not how you're supposed to play the game. And I think you can tell that n- the developers are just angry that, like, we can't actually stop them. People will find ways around this. Fine. Then have a character pop up and talk to them for, like, Damn. 80 dialogue balloons <laughs> to tell them they it's, were bad. It, it is, is annoying. It, well, it's the Nintendo way with, with Rusty Sluggers and yeah. that Pink Rabbit from the, the Skill Train game where they... <laughs> Let me tell you about how much game development costs. And like, <laughs> I'll guilt you into this purchase, or I'll guilt you into doing this. You don't want to feed my family? Oh, it's okay you're not paying me, but it will be nice. Yeah, I just don't have a wife. Don't you want to buy all three of these uh, games together? It'd be cheaper, even. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but here's who you're hurting. <laughs> but Reset, Well, those guys are more guilt trip. Rossetti is just But angry. that started with yeah, Rossetti, because it's like you're not really... I, he does eventually penalize you, doesn't he? Um, not really. He just not, keeps yelling at you. He threatens you in the the 3DS he's, one when I had a long commute and my 3DS would go dead. And he's like, you motherfucker, what are you doing? I'm like, sorry, man, it went dead. I don't care. Get a new 3DS. I'm not 3DS. putting up with that kind of shit. I'm resetting, man. If you had a new 3DS XL, you, this battery would still be running. So <laughs> buy I, one of those. And I did. I yeah. think he jokingly, well, not jokingly, but it's an empty thread. I think mm-hmm. he will say like, you know, you could lose all your entire town if, if you does. didn't save this correctly, and I'm just watching out for you. Like, that he's... It's it's kind of a guilt trip, but they made... So, by the last uh, Animal Crossing game, mm-hmm. they they softened up Rossetti a bit. Like, you actually can pay... You can 
turn the town to have no resetty. Like Mr. Yeah, I don't think I ever got show it. up. Like yeah, he, I, I think you actually have to pay to get yeah, it. No wait, it's you? the other way around. You pay to have resetty. Yeah, like you, in, in the, you what? Can, within yeah. the most so you recent, have to invest in. Yeah, you have really? to uh-huh. you have to spend bells to open him up. And when he pops up, it's kind of sad. He he's basically saying like. Nobody wants me anymore. I just don't want you to reset your game. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Did you remember to brush yeah, your I teeth? I feel kind of bad for, for not ever buying him. Yeah, you should. See, you I, should. I think in both... With I don't play all those bells. You have to crowdfund Mystery Seti, which is kind of... <laughs> I haven't played that game in like a year. Probably your, everyone in my town is your dead. Your town is full... Nobody dies. They all moved away and they'll be full of cockroaches and... Uh, uh, Those are your new neighbors, <laughs> but uh, just like I, in real life, I think Re- <laughs> I think Resetti and and Tom Nook both suffer mm-hmm. well not suffered, but they went through quite a change mm-hmm. in the last couple of games because I think the, at least on the localization side they were hearing the complaints of Tom Nook is an asshole who takes <laughs> all your money and and like makes you a pr- a prison of debt, which is true. Well, meanwhile Resetti is a, an annoying like school marm who tells you everything you do is wrong, and nobody wanted either of those things, so. Tom Nook like bends over backwards to say, "You don't have to pay this now. I, I this is just a loan, but you can pay it whenever, and I'll help you pay it. And it's okay. And it's okay. We're friends. We're friends." <laughs> and then meanwhile, Rossetti just won't appear unless you want him there, and then he'll just make you feel sad that you n- nobody wants him. So if you want to hear uh, peak angry Rossetti, boy, do uh, I ever! Here is a clip of the Animal Crossing anime. <laughs> He just sounds like he's so wait, 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 was he, I don't know the Japanese language that well. Was he rolling an R? Is that a thing that happened? I think, yeah, he was rolling his R. Or is that is an Italian, Italian thing? Yeah, he should be. <laughs> or he's 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 say, um, Italian. Italian. Mm-hmm. Well, to, to confirm his Italian-ness... Why you know reset a game? I make a bigger pasta. Uh, his, I'm Italian. I can do this all day per, long, his people. His first name was revealed to be Sonny. Sonny. Yeah. S O N N Y. And his older brother is named Don. And he has a cousin huh. named Vicious Volvini. That is not. That sounds like your family tree. Vicious Vol, you do not fuck with Vicious Vol. He'll <laughs> yeah. break it. Don't, don't, don't reset the game, all right? Now pass it to Gabagool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Only I, I can do that. I didn't know that. Only Gab- I can do that. I never knew what Gabagool was. Gabagool. It's like Capacola. Yeah, it's Capacola, and it's like yeah. ga- like Gabagool. Gabagool. That's yes. that, That's I that's know, not even all Italians. The office, and that is one of the more embarrassing things. Because like that, I knew what Gabagool was, and my. <laughs> Michael Scott orders it like that. The what, sir? <laughs> Nobody calls it that. That is slang for people who come from like like second generation Italians because it just be like a lazy. What do you call that? A, uh, well, it's like in you language, say G instead lazy of lazy version. Yeah, it's like ah, yeah. gabagool. 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 All right, so I actually have a, f- a few extra entries, which I'm just going to shoehorn in at number oh, zero. <laughs> yeah, two really quick ones. Uh, ah, good, good. From your wow. That the, really uh, brings me back. The, I was going to reprimand you if that wasn't in there. Yeah, these yeah. are the Altered Beasts from Altered Beast. Altered Beast. Beast. Altered Beast. Yeah, so, they Are you allowed to talk rise. about Altered Beast as a Nintendo <laughs> fanboy? Well, sure, why not? It's on 3DS. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, wait, yeah. did they do a 3D remake of it? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Did they really? You yeah, don't, don't uh, buy the... Shop. Don't buy it. Wait for the 3D. There's a 3D the 3D right, Classic Collection coming out yeah, in uh, April, everything. right? It doesn't, but it contains Altered Beast. Okay, because yeah. I bought Outrun and it's not on there. So I'm, I, that well, Outrun it, 3D remake yeah. is so good. It makes me so happy. The I Altered love that Beast music. in 3D, like 
You don't actually oh, see I, them rise from no, their grave. I, I love like, that game. Now I hate it. Yeah. But like, I, <laughs> when no. I was yeah, when I was like eight and it was saw everything the machine, I wanted. Yeah. Uh, like when I saw the arcade machine, I didn't have a Genesis till Sonic a year later. Mm-hmm. But when I would see the arcade machine, I'd be like, Alter Beast, this is so exciting! Punch, punch, punch! He's growing bigger. He's growing Look at his uh, face. I bought, I bought the game Amagon because I could not afford <laughs> a Genesis, and I thought it would mimic the mechanics yeah. I loved in the arcade. Yeah, and it. Did, but I, <laughs> mostly against birds. I do remember being impressed by my friends who they they got the Genesis back when it was pre Sonic when Alter Beast was the pack game, yeah. and I'm like, look at the size of those sprites. This is the greatest video game yeah. ever. My NES could never. I always do liked this. it back in the day. Oh no, yeah. I loved I loved it when I got it because I got the pack yeah. in. Uh, I sold my Genesis to get a mm-hmm. Super Nintendo and then bought it again yeah. when Sonic and Alter Beast were the pack ins. I, I, I love uh. that one move in Alter Beast where your guy lies on his back and kicks up. Yes. It's the most pointless. <laughs> you would never see that in any other context yeah, except for this game for some it's reason. It's just you have to understand Body Electric was real big yeah. at the time. Man, I think no game has dropped more in my nostalgia to reality than when I replayed it like seven years ago. There, I was just like, this sucks. Why? <laughs> How stupid Why? was I? It's a werewolf that also turns into a boomerang. It's it's terrible just by 1989 <laughs> side-scrolling punchers. Like, it's terrible by those kind of... Oh, come on. You can turn into a dragon and fly <laughs> around and shoot electricity and turn ant creatures into stone and then murder them as a bear. And, See? Uh, it was pretty dope, hey? I'd rather clean up the and streets kill and kill the fight. giant yeah. super rhinoceros at the end. So, uh, Chris, we stream things on occasion. I have never been... My biggest curiosity right now, was it like 06 when Sega actually decided to like oh, revisit yeah. these franchises for the... There was a new Alter Beast, wasn't there? Yeah. For like PS2 or... Uh, there was, there, but and there's a golden did it only come axe. out in Japan or something? I don't know. But the, well, no, there, there was the there. There definitely was Golden Axe. I there have was that the Golden Sega's Axe. Sega's Ages collection. Oh, yeah, there was that. Rider. But that's uh, not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of the, the Ages one that you're talking about, the remake on yeah. PS2. Did you know Sega and yeah, Ages is uh, the each way better? They're a same word, kind of. Uh, I had heard yeah. that. Yeah, Sega Ages. News to me. I have yet another. Uh, I'm going to turn my speakers way down for this, just to be safe. I know this guy. This is, uh, yeah, the Emergence Holes from Gears of War, uh, where locusts and and corpsers would emerge from the ground, and you'd have to throw a grenade into it to uh, to kill them. and the keep seal it, yeah. to cauterize this wound yes. in the earth. But yeah, you would just... That actually, that noise has nothing to do with it. I just wanted that Try to get after yeah. my emulsion, baby. I liked blowing up those holes. That's yeah. fun. It was, it was a nice... It was one of those nice things about the game that they... The storytelling is dumb as hell, but the, just the pace of a fight was, okay, super intense, high five thing, blam, 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 close the hole, boom, okay, we did it, next fight, the hole exploded, boom, 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 boom. throw it in, man. Yeah! Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. That, that will do it for this top five, which I've, is basically a top seven because I added two things in. I've got the Altered Beast answer, by the way. There was a huh? 2002 Game Boy uh, Advance sequel mm. published by THQ, not mm-hmm. even by wow. Sega. Yep. And it was uh, made by the now shut down developer 3D6 Games. Which, 3D6 Mafia. So what was the full the, uh, title of the game? <laughs> Altered Beast, Guardian of the Realm. Ah, uh, it was something of the realm. Yeah, I have that game. Which is the uh, most like generic name you could ever <laughs> think of. So where was the skeleton from Golden Axe on this list? Ah, uh, um, why? Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. I imagine he's right next to those. So he's right next why? to those characters in that tomb, or else uh, he's being chainsawed by Marcus Phoenix. Uh, but uh, that's that, now you just made me think of. Uh, 
Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, yep, that one crossed yeah. my mind too. This is such an old trope. I just picked five. You should have said. That I you should have said. Like, not undead mammals that rise from the ground. Uh, the the <laughs> living means... things that rise from the ground. Yes. Yeah. But no snakes. I don't want to hear See, now you guys are being sticklers snakes. to the top five snakes. format. Oh, right? yeah, like you wouldn't do that to I us. Just, Jesus Christ. To me, it was the first five, okay? Okay, you, the first want, five. Yeah, first five. Mm. Dave's first five. That'll do it for <laughs> the first five segment of Video Game Apocalypse. We'll be right back with news, your answers to the community segment, new releases, all that good stuff on the other side of this break. I was walking through the city streets, and a man walks up to me and hands me the latest energy drink. Run faster, jump higher. Man, I'm not gonna let you poison me. I threw it on the ground. You must think I'm a joke. I ain't gonna be part of this system. Man, pump that garbage in a Hey, hey, don't you go skipping this break. I'm Video Game Apocalypse's newest mascot. Mr. Break Skippy, and I hate when people skip breaks, and I come to admonish those who do that. I saw your finger hover over that 15-second progression button. I saw it. Don't you dare. And I'm not going to be nice about it like the cheap podcast wombat or the video game apocalypse raccoon. I mean business. And speaking of business, you should be supporting the Laser Time Network. They have a Patreon at patreon.com slash laser time. You get a weekly movie commentary, bi-weekly pro wrestling match commentaries, bi-weekly comic book TV show commentaries, and a weekly bonus podcast for as little as five bucks a month. Come on, I mean... That's that's so little bells. You there are also Amazon links all throughout the site. You don't even have to pay Laser Time any any amount of bells. You could just literally click on any new game coming out, like Animal Crossing or well, I don't know any other games besides Animal Crossing. Buy anything through Amazon, and you will kick a few dimes back to the Laser Time hosts, and and they surely enjoy all of that goodwill from you. And don't forget all of the shows on the Laser Time Network. There's Laser Time itself, Cape Crisis covering comic books. On a weekly clip, Cheap Popcast Pro Wrestling. I know the Cheap Popcast Wombat's a big fan of that show. I, he's named after it for some reason. Uh, VG Empire, video game music every single week. Talking Simpsons covering our favorite family on a weekly basis. And 30 2010, a show that looks back on what happened on this week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. And LazerTimePodcast.com itself has plenty of awesome weekly features and news articles, including a top seven. So please, subscribe to all those shows. Give them five-star reviews on iTunes. Leave reviews. It all helps those keep visibility. Subscribe to Laser Time on YouTube and on Twitch, and follow Laser Time on Twitter and on Facebook. Thank you for not skipping this break. Welcome back to Video Game Apocalypse, episode number 149, as we do with the second part of Video Game Apocalypse's 
We start with. These are the new releases. They are releasing new. Ah, uh, we miss you, man. Thank you. Uh, and we miss you, David right, B. That. Cooper. We miss you. Actually, every person in that is not here except for Chris. Ah. So, of wow. course, the biggest uh, release of this week I am the cockroach is... of that nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Mega Dimension Neptunia 7. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the console wars wage on in some... Uh, <laughs> Guys, they, some read, they read our awful. petition. Ugh. They did. It's crazy that that series... When we first... I, I mentioned it in the this week's new releases yeah. on Amazon article. Find it at lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, but... When the first Hyperdimension Neptunia game came out, I thought... Four months ago. Like, it was <laughs> it was uh, five years ago, I'd say. Carolyn was reviewing it, and she showed it to me. I was like, this is such a funny little idea yeah. of what if the console wars were fought between goddesses who look like 13-year-old girls yeah. in bikinis. It was so ridiculous and full of meta-humor plus nudity mm-hmm. that I was just like... What the, the fuck? Nudity. Even I don't think there's any nudity. Well, well, I remember like Carolyn nearly nude. Like, it's not. It's not anywhere near as scandalous as you think. it no, is. No, I know, but it, it. Well, in each future game, they up it a oh, little bit. They? they turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Then it turned out to be a huge hit, like or at least by its standards, a huge hit in America. I don't understand. And so. Like, it became so big that the developer, Idea Factory, they didn't want to share it with a publisher. They're just like, no, we're publishing this ourselves. We're opening up an American branch to localize it. It was, uh, no, Sega gave them the permission, but in America, it was NIS. Sega Mm -hmm. in Japan, but NIS here. I thought it was, okay. I can't believe we talked about this much. But now, now, now they've done a million Neptunia games and anime yeah. and on top of that a million Neptunia remakes that in the remakes called it, Rebirth it hasn't even been they, 10 years they age down the characters even more <laughs> and sex them up a wow. little more uh, but this one Mega Dimension Neptunia, Neptunia 7, 7 is the most recent new entry and the first made exclusively for the PS4 oh. so there's that uh, so, so what hyper high definition Buffalo are, shots are these yeah. like continuing console war jokes yeah, or something yeah, yeah. the new main character if... in this one is a uh, I forget the name are the characters they're, just they're spe- a dreamcast I hope, it's, I hope okay. it's an iPhone that none of them can I know like, I think point, that's in there too are they just like <laughs> spitting out like last month's NPD numbers like uh, well I mean they uh, do some jokes Madden about 16 has shipped 2 million copies uh, you wish you could get last month's NPD numbers it takes yeah. way longer than that they, <laughs> they do some jokes about how who would buy this boxy system called a, a dreamcast <laughs> and, they, and then they all take a bath together so. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. It's like when I made my PS2 and my GameCube oh my uh, make love together. Dave, and, I can't uh, decide whether we drink uh, Steel Reserve every time or thing. never again. <laughs> Was uh, it having an effect? Or this like... is my second beer, and I'm, I'm already slurry. Uh, <laughs> we should move on to a Don't talk to Yeah, uh, so the second biggest release of the week, XCOM 2. It's a rare Friday release. Mm-hmm. Bucking all convention, this XCOM 2. No retail yeah. copy. It's uh, Even though the last one was on consoles, this is mm-hmm. PC only, which is a bummer. Yeah. Because I really liked playing it on my 360. Now, yeah. obviously, I can plug in a 360 What's controller. What's day and, and date it? on all systems, though? Like, that's my yeah. hope is that, you like... You guys don't have the hardware to run this game. Oh, I don't. I probably don't. I think don't. my laptop... Nah. Mine does run XCOM 1, and XCOM 2, like... It's like a five-year-old it, game. It's true, but XCOM 2 doesn't, like... Only it, three. It looks kind of better, but not, like... Steps it's ahead got of, sexy uh, snake ladies. Yeah, yeah, it's not streets ahead. Yeah, streets ahead. Yeah, you haven't seen the pictures of the sexy snake ladies of XCOM 2? I have not. Let me pull this up for you I have not been following here. this one very yeah. closely, I admit. But XCOM 2 has been getting good reviews so far. It's at a 90 on Metacritic. Really? Like, I, I yeah, I loved the first one, and mm-hmm. this one seems to... 
it now it's kind of the tables have turned and you are the invading force whereas the aliens were invading in the first one so yeah the aliens have taken over the planet the they presume that you had a bad ending in uh, XCOM 1 and just failed yeah you invade all of these stages but you have the element of surprise so you can sneak up and like kind of plan your attack which is really rad mm-hmm. they you see them before they see you so you can kind of set everybody up and set overwatch so like once you make your first shot you start like picking off all of the aliens in the level there's no base build like that was the thing in the first one this mm-hmm. one you're on, but I love you're, building a base yeah this one you're like kind of on the like you're chasing nice the aliens across all these continents so it's like it's still you still have to manage relations with all these continents and all that so it's 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 a bit of a it takes a bit of getting used to but from what i've played i've enjoyed it so i want to see your screenshots of who you name yeah in your game is what i want to know the fates of chris antista emperor diarrhea and trunks yeah what happens to them i'm bummed out is 2k just not want to pay the licensing fees or whatever they could just astronomical i know i think it's it's also like seems big enough just just download only don't print discs even i don't know if they could if this game will take a while to put out on consoles we want to put it out multiple versions is not the way the console generation has worked so far it's that a game has to kind of prove itself before anybody bothers to make yeah, it might be the it. other way around now. I'll just be like how I would bet eventually there'll be an Undertale version yeah. on on consoles, but only is, because it was successful. I, there's mm-hmm. something there's something I don't know about XCOM 2. There is a weird gamble here of being yeah. PC only. It, yeah, because if anybody would a choice, XCOM went on every platform. It didn't. All of you report that like. It the worked. iPad it version was... rocks. The fucking yeah. the PC version is playable on everybody's yeah. laptop, and like it, it's on every platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see what there's a there's a card up their sleeve. <clears throat> they made XCOM so great. Oh, like yeah. the first one, the, the the reboot one by Firaxis was so awesome. They they learned all the right lessons from Japanese tactics mm-hmm. games without without the wrong lessons coming in as well. It was just stripped down and hardcore as hell. But ugh, I loved it. Loved mm-hmm. it. Loved it. Apparently they don't have gamepad support at launch. What? So that's a that's another reason. Like you have to develop a new huh. UI to make this for consoles. And I would bet anyone who's getting this game on PC has probably played it on PC and like knows like sure. okay, I know how to work this whole thing with a mouse and keyboard. Well, I'm waiting for the Steam Winter Sale when it'll be at ten bucks or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wait for winter. <laughs> give it give it three weeks. Uh, yeah. Four weeks. 2K doesn't... Uh... Uh, also out this week, Gravity Rush Remastered oh, for the PlayStation yeah. 4. I know that because you played it yeah. and I watched it. I was MLGing at that game. Yeah. You perked up, Christopher. Did you like the game? I did. I didn't get to play it that much mm-hmm. on Vita, but it's one that I would you know, like to go back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably have to go back to my Vita instead of uh, picking it up now because my funds are a little tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pay another 60 bucks. <laughs> do it, just do everything it's, over. It's, it's 30. 30. But also, oh, um, that's not bad at yeah. all. That's a great price. Are you being sarcastic? No, $30? Okay. Like, what yeah. game is $30 at launch on PS4? Valkyria Chronicles Remastered will be as well. Uh, on this PS4? Is true. Yep. This is great. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. That's half the price. So if you want to set... Basically, oh, every, price bad game. every sepia-toned <laughs> Japanese game is $30. With with cells uh, shading. Yes. Love it. Gra- Gravity Rush, the uh, nausea-inducing... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's, it's like Monkey Ball with a girl. Yeah. Go to the Laser Time Monkey YouTube ball. page to see Laser watch time. us play. YouTube.com slash Laser yeah. Time. I, I, I would say that's my favorite. Granted, I haven't played much of Persona 4 mm-hmm. or Danganronpa yeah. or, so you're or a couple other things. It's <laughs> so. my favorite Vita game. Well, you're wrong. Uh, it's not the... No, I just... I, I mean, I love the style. I love the music. I, I love an open world game where, you like, gravity is at your whim and you can just, like, oh, float, like, 1,500 feet up in the air and then go across the city and then, then drop at, like... 60 miles an hour to the ground. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. 
Uh, Persona 4, then Danganronpa. They all play better on any other console than Vita. And then uh, Mm -hmm. Gravity Rush, I'd say. Uh, I proved your point. Well, soon you'll be able to play Danganronpa on PC, which there will be no difference. Once it's on iPhone, you run awkwardly for two seconds and then get an 80-minute cutscene. Exactly! Those cutscenes are... Well, they're not cutscenes, they're talking heads, but... uh, they're great. I the tr- I would love to get some more trials. It's just taking forever. Yeah. Do like the Don Yeah, but Alpha, I don't blame you for getting on a Vita since it's perpetually free. There, <laughs> it's like it's been a PlayStation Plus game. I think since PlayStation Plus was invented, I, and I don't think they ever yeah, took it off. I think that's how I got it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got it. Once they made it free, that was that was the sign of like we give up. It like, wasn't this just is the thing was... that should be a system seller. Nobody's buying the system. It was free for like for like a full year with yeah. Golden Abyss. That's Which... uncharted. Everybody poop. <laughs> yeah. not, not poop, but it's just Wait, like, wasn't rem- that was remastered for the Uncharted <laughs> it's, collection. It, nope. that's a, it, yes, it's urine. It's it's something. <laughs> it's that Sony's like gold. You'd love to play this big console experience. On your portable system, like, no, there are yeah. portable optimized games that are a better choice than Uncharted. Yeah. I, that's supposed to fill up my TV and, like, be very loud and bombastic. Yeah. Maybe the Vita wasn't the best for yeah, it's it. It's part of what I call the uh, Liberty City Stories theorem, where it's like uh, a great game put on a smaller platform and shrunk down, even if it's still really good. Why didn't you just make the, the game for the, for the console? Yeah. Because like, you'll eventually port it to the console and it won't be as good. It's the same reason I'm not going, I'm not going to pay to see, like, a. Kids react to the NES on a big screen. All right, watch don't, it. don't say that it. word. Don't the not, they own it. They, the actually, they, they, all, right they retracted it. They yes. retracted yeah, it. I, yeah, that was. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go pay to see that on the big screen. Even though I did just pay to see Venture Brothers <laughs> on the big screen. Anyway, listen to bonus time. Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. Uh, also out this week, uh, Tales of Symphonia came to Steam. Yep. It, so, it, so I've it, heard. It's yeah. funny. You it's know, all we, part of the continuing saga of Japan to discover Steam. I know. Yeah. We just mentioned Danganronpa coming yep. to it, and it's just like that. I feel like they just dug up a 2008 memo that said, we could sell things on Steam, yep. and they just see it now. And I remember it was, I think it was a little over a year ago that Sega was shocked by they put Valkyria Chronicles on oh, Steam the and they're just who like, wants it the most can discover it. Oh, this sold a whole bunch. Yeah. How did this happen? Like, yeah, duh. They, people will buy these things yeah. on a PC. Yeah. It's what they're going to do. And so, especially the most hardcore dudes who had a Japanese niche love, I don't, they, they're on PC. I'm not convinced after That's my time for PC Gamer that it's... <laughs> not me. I'm not. That it's the most hardcore. It's just like the, the older you get as a gamer and like the gaps between console cycles get smaller it's just sort of like well my pc is going to play everything but when when steam came along it's like everything's going to be here always and playable Mm -hmm. always well please bring this on steam it's my preferred i also was thinking about the other reason this is happening i think it is because whatever microsoft does doesn't mean anything to japanese publishers but clearly somebody behind the scenes in the turn of the decade at sony said we don't care if it's on PS4 and PC. Like, just have it. Weird. Have both. Yeah. Like, we don't care. And for, so, for next week's release, Street Fighter makes sense because they yeah. talk to one another, and most games don't do that. That's great. But I think in general, Sony, like some yeah. some head honcho yeah. at PlayStation, just said, "We don't see this as competition. You can sell it on this as well, long as you don't put it on an Xbox One." I think. I think even now, the PS4 is not competing with PCs. No, not there's, really. There's too much usefulness in a PC, and so now you're yeah. going to see. All these ports of just like Bandai Namco in in this case, just seeing, oh, we have this thing, You're we can s- just sell and it. From what I had read somewhere, I forget a while ago, I'm, I'm saying this is an older <laughs> person who has read these this data. Uh, you don't have to argue with your wife to get a PC. Mm. Mm. You might have to ah. with a PS4. Ah. 
Well, if, if, if you waited for the PC version of Tales of Symphonia, uh, there are few uh, minor issues that are plaguing the game at launch. Oh, yeah, no. here's kind of a quick and dirty yeah. port. So here are, some of the, here are some of the launch issues. Locked tw- 720p resolution, which is, that's the resolution you want on PC. That's the most P, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, locked at 30 frames per second. Mm. Brand new typos for the PC version. <laughs> it uses PS3 and Xbox button icons at the same time. Wow. Uh. Also, it uses a DRM called VM Protect that creates a new EXE file every time the game starts. Ooh. Wow. Man, this is like when yeah. I edit a podcast. It's so, just creating files all over the place. It's, uh, it's, it's no, it's not no good. So this uh, boy yeah. is that an Sounds inside fabulous. joke? Yeah, when you because I save a lot of Audacity files and it adds. Mm. Oh no, I thought it just yeah. you click on every exe on the page. I do that too. Well, I mean, I guess it's just the growing pains yeah. of the poor PC ports from Japanese systems. No, I, I think it's just that there's not a lot of money funneled into it, and they don't understand it beyond yeah. just yeah. a money thing. I mean, but if I figured it, get better, though. I figured it would just be the PS3 version they put out a few a couple years back, and they just dump that. It doesn't work like that. that. Resident Evil 4 is coming to the Wii U Virtual Console, the Wii version. Finally a game. But it, again, oh, if you want to play a, a classic game at a lower resolution, you can play this uh, 480p version of Resident Evil when HD versions are readily available elsewhere. Well, That'll have waggle on yeah, screen. Well, you've got props. a Wii U, though. You, know, <laughs> true. you might not have access to those other versions, so it's true. it could be yeah. the way to go. And if you want to like wave a, uh, a Wii U remote or a Wii remote as you're running away from a rock. And I, and I have been more cynical than most people in regards to Resident Evil 4, but that's one of those games it's like if you if you put me in front of resident evil 4 i'll it's, probably just keep playing it's it. a really great game we'll say that so let's move on to i, this I thought we were gonna make it longer So I was Hoffman. That's the perfect news <laughs> sound. It covers every era of news. Yeah. All we Pretty had is much. A, a little boy in a big hat yelling yeah. on the side of the street corner. Extreme, extreme, extreme. I, I thought I was going to have to do that. Uh, and now we have a breaking news bulletin. <laughs> breaking news bulletin. <laughs> Bombs uh, flying over Japan. Well, let's keep on the Nintendo track. Uh, Nintendo recently had a uh, earnings call where they revealed a bunch of sales figures and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Among the factoids that came out of that call is that both. Uh, Mario Maker and Splatoon have sold over four million copies. That's pretty I impressive. Just, I was ba- I, I didn't think. Yeah. I, those are both titles that like I would. I was like these are so great. Yeah. I've heard nothing of like I, all these people in our comments who like I don't have a Wii U and I don't know if I'm gonna get one. And I'm like I have my problems with the Wii U as a platform, yeah. but like the games we do get are awesome and these are great. Splatoon mm-hmm. in particular, it's like. That should have started like a cult phenomenon. I think. I think it, it did. Has I think in it a has, way. especially yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in Japan. That, that well, I they just had like a concert or something. Did they? Wow. Just had some special Splatoon it event. Just, we gave yeah. it like not not we a VG, a VG Empire. I think we talked about it mm-hmm. a lot more because the music is great, the presentation is great. Yeah. I love that title song. Oh, it's so good. And like every, everything about it is like so wonderfully refined. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! I hope this finds its <laughs> audience, even though I have a really hard time playing it. But for a Wii U exclusive to yeah. sell yeah. like four million, yeah, like four million, I never would have predicted. It's it, same, same with Mario Maker. Like both of those, when those got shown, when I saw both of those in the 2014 E3, mm-hmm. and saw them for the first time, I thought, well, this is nice, but these aren't like going to be retail games, right? This doesn't this doesn't seem to have enough for a retail game. So I even asked that of the Splatoon guys of just like, 
I didn't say, you guys don't have enough content, I asked. <laughs> so is this a download? They're like, no, it's a for sale. Now I feel like a dumbass yeah. for asking that, but... I'm just I'm just glad it. Well, there it was seemed... no end to the content. This kept breaking more and yeah, more and yeah, more and they... more and more. I had my doubts that Nintendo could handle a live a live game and mm-hmm. could, could like continue to support an online infrastructure because they generally nomadically build it and then leave forever. <laughs> but Splatoon got a ton of updates. It was completely I did I played in two big spurts like with like a six month gap and I'm I'm baffled by how much it changes. Don't call them spurts. They're uh, splats. They're splats. Well, so the other part of this, it was their fiscal quarter or whatever uh-huh. was up so they they announced a lot of numbers and they also talked about how 3ds hardware sales worldwide are basically 58 million Damn. while meanwhile wii u hardware worldwide is 12.6 which means one of every three people that own a wii u own a splatoon yeah. like and they own that and they own crazy. mario maker yeah, that they, is impressive they own smash brothers the others yeah the only ones that have sold more than Splatoon and Super Mario it Maker with a pack in, right? A, a, a... Some are pack ins, well, yeah. yeah. But uh, but Super so Smash Brothers, 3D World, Mar- Super Mario 3D World, Nintendo Land, which that really shouldn't count. Come New on, Super Kart, right? Mario Brothers U, and then Mario Kart 8. Those are the only ones that have sold more. Mm. Mario Kart 8 is the top seller on the Wii U, selling 7.24 million. That's the most. Dang, that's a Mario huge Kart. attach rate. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's right. More than half of the owners of a Wii U own Mario Kart. 8. I think that, weirdly, isn't that the Wii U system seller? Yeah, Mario Kart. I think so. Yeah. I well, think I mean, yeah. now I think it's Splatoon in Japan. Yeah, that. I mean, it'd be nice to see it be Splatoon, but like, just that Mario Kart is such a cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. that that it moved. I don't know. And they finally got like DLC for it and figured out <clears throat> a good DLC plan and probably helped to make even more bank, just like Amiibo. Yeah. I wish I wish there was more. Mario Kart Eight deserves more stuff. I am surprised by how much how long we can sink into online battles of like I'm not even getting any better and I love this. <laughs> now do they have numbers that were broken down by region? Um not so. that I saw in this Japanese one. Sometimes they do. I think we'll have to wait for the full Japanese or for the full English version of the sales list. But I do. I remember walking around. around Well, they did break down that uh, of the four million copies of Splatoon sold, two million were sold to kids, and two million were sold to squids. That's all I got. I wonder how long you were going to think that was a real fact. And And, and remember, I reported. (laughs) I reported that as a. As a journalistic reporter, they had the Nintendo World Championships on the same day Splatoon released. And oh, I yeah. went to go see just what the Best Buy <laughs> Regional World Championships looked like. Uh, and then I went and looked like, ah, Splatoon's out. Uh, let me see if I'll buy it. Couldn't. It was sold out. It was totally wow. gone. Uh, the people who've been waiting in line to play Nintendo games in a championship, I think it just pillaged it. Yeah, believe it or not, they just, they, they, the guys <laughs> and, waiting to play. And I was walking around uh, Florida, uh, the yeah. retailers in Florida during Christmas, and it's just like, you look at all these game bundles. You remember back when bundles were like, Kind of a rare thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, the, or, the, or that, that, like, if you look at a PlayStation yeah, and Microsoft, there was a time. Uh, well, if you look at a PlayStation and Microsoft aisle, there are like eighteen versions of a PS4 <laughs> yeah. you can buy, and then they all have these games that, like, I imagine if I'm a parent shopping for my child, I don't understand what half of these things are, and you walk by, oh, Mario Kart, oh, <laughs> I know what that is, Mario Maker, oh, so I didn't like, and, oh, this, this is a hundred dollars less than the other thing, and I, I didn't, I never looked at the Christmas numbers, yeah. but it's just like. I remember walking by, like, if I was a parent who hadn't kept up with games, which one would I buy? When the I cheaper was a kid, one with the I brand I recognize? Like, yeah. That is weird thoughts. Parents buying games for their kids because they remember them like I remember them. Yeah. Why don't I have kids? Yeah. <laughs> Little three-year-old Skyler loves Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of stuff we loved as kids, 
Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens was announced. Well, and was it? It was like oh, leaked. It was, and it was also an eventuality because every other <laughs> Star Wars movie has become a uh, Lego game. It was game. quite an overnight yeah. announcement. That but, yeah. trailer is amazing. Yeah. Do you think? So here's my. Favorite. It's a parody of the first trailer for Force Awakens. It's pretty great, and it's going to have. Extra levels that take place betwixt episode six and seven. That's yeah. is that the place we get to do that? Uh, well, it you're gonna probably get, shouldn't be. You, you <laughs> bought no. There's books and comic books that do it too. Yeah, but like, they, like Battlefront was saying, how they can't do anything that doesn't relate to anything well, because they the didn't license. Trilogy. They license the original trilogy, and yeah. the Battle of Jakku was their only thing. Like what Disney did. Well, I'm also wondering if some people were pointing out, hey, we thought EA had the exclusive mm-hmm. rights to this, but I would wonder if Lego uh, got grandfather fathered in or whatever. Lego's or, always been a separate special thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lego just is allowed to license anything. No, <laughs> I, I have I have a different theory on that. Lego and games like Disney Infinity uh-huh. are a game uh, where you're playing with toys that have already been licensed. Mm-hmm. You're not playing within an IP. So you're licensing toys and you're not licensing the license. the toys that ah. license the IP. Because when I look at, like, <laughs> I just remember when I was playing Disney Infinity Marvel so Superheroes. Licensing Inception. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I was I was playing the Spider-Man levels because we know Active. I was reading this big thing about how Activision locked down the Spider-Man license, and I'm playing a Spider-Man in Disney Infinity. But Spider-Man is modeled in the game clearly as a toy, mm-hmm. as an action figure. He has with joints and with joint yeah. with toy joints and everything. Like you are playing as a toy. You're not playing as Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. I think somebody got away with something there. But the uh, the TT games. That's what they're that's what they're called. Don't laugh. Oh, the yeah. TT games. All of those uh, all those games have audio from the movies. But yeah, but they're licensing the audio from the movies and maybe not buying. Like that licensing an audio track uh, is different from licensing an IP. I actually I kind of prefer the days where they had like pantomime oh, the original the Lego Star Wars uh, games. The, those well those scenes were classic. So you remember like yeah. I remember R two D two did this. I don't have to hear art like Anthony Edwards yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah, Anthony Daniels. Sorry, not the guy from ER. <laughs> uh, saying uh, it's a Revenge of the Nerds episode. Yeah. George Clooney, he's dead. Yeah, so now they now they throw all that audio in there like the, the I, dress hate, I only saw it like in uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm like. I hate this. Yeah, I hate like yeah. like some of the hearing best, him say "You shall not pass." I was like, yeah. some of the best yeah. animation I ever like. I'm a big cartoon nerd, and yeah. some of the best cartoons were those stupid Lego cutscenes. They were so, they were like perfect cartoons. Yeah, classic uh, silent. Yes, cartoons. classic like silent it. cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, I just great. never bought into the the humor of it myself. I I've tried oh, gameplay. I can't. I've get tried into to to get into. You don't it, like but smashing things and uh, collecting things. <laughs> I mean, somebody listed it out. It was this is like their fifteenth game in eight years. And oh, I would have thought like sixty third. It's it's probably less than you think. It's just the idea that like every every single Lego game goes on every single platform. It's it's one of the. It was everything. shocking to see like this is on Vita. This, this is, on, is on, on Vita. Vita. A box copy is a box yeah, copy yeah. on Vita and 3ds and Wii U. And it's yeah, it's going to PlayStation to Three and Xbox Three Sixty. Well, I mean, Nintendo scored its own exclusive Lego game yeah. at launch, uh, which was. City no, Heroes. City, yeah. If I just well, think of it as Lego launch, GTA. It's it a launchy. The window. <laughs> launchy. It was in the Remember window. Remember it was delayed a while. Yeah. I, uh, maybe you're right. But anyway. But it is an exclusive. Yeah. Good for it you. Is. Uh, do you so think... I, I just took a quick count of the the, pub, the games that TT Games has developed. Uh, since 2005, 11 years, they've developed 30 games. More wow. or less. 30 Lego yeah, games? Yeah, yeah. All Lego, more or less. Uh, well, Bion- no, Bionicle is also Lego. Bionicle Never Lego. Lego. <laughs> Are they just in that Lego? Lego in the title. What about Ninjago? 
Yeah. Oh, is that Lego too? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I can't oh, wait for Lego the the Lego Movie too. <laughs> <laughs> that first one was too good. Uh, now they probably won't get any Star Wars characters in it though. As TT Games would say, every license is awesome. <laughs> what else is in the news, <laughs> Dave? Uh, Jesus. Super Bowl Fifty. <laughs> EA did their annual predictions with Madden, which mm-hmm. I think had a like nine-year streak of being correct until until I think a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't have the, the official C- facts straight, but the uh, Sea Dogs, the yeah. Sea Dogs didn't make it. But so for Super Bowl Fifty, which is being played in our backyard, fuck them. It's well, eighty miles from our backyard. Yep. Using yeah. our tax money to ruin my city. Look, and if, make if my they were playing in help. San Francisco, I'd say they're playing in our house. I like am playing, going, but I am closer to. Hoff's back. Yeah, I am right, going right. to the, the whole pup- thing is confusing to me. Yes, yeah. I am going to the Puppy Bowl <laughs> here in Union Square. I cannot wait to go to the Puppy Bowl. So, according to Madden 16, mm-hmm. they say the Golden Carolina Zero. Panthers will be- defeat the Denver Broncos 24 to 20. So, 24 uh, to 20. Uh, man, put your bets in then. Got to mm-hmm. cover that spread. What's the over under on the fantastic quarter? I don't know anything about on this. Bud Light winning the Bud Bowl. Yeah, there you I know. wish they'd bring that back. I missed. They the Bud did, Bowl. and no one cared. And I was like, that's the only Aww. Super Bowl I tuned into yeah. to see the well, Bud Bowl. Also, Budweiser is like piss. Like yeah. I would never drink it's that. It's about the claymation. Yeah. That's all I wanted to see. It's no uh, steel reserve. I'll tell you that much. Oh, this is my second beer. It's I don't think I can do hitting anymore. me hard too. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Bayonetta is uh, debuting on Smash Brothers this week. Yes, she is. Boom. Is that the last DLC for the game? They have said she is the final character. Well, it's Bayonetta and Corrin. They're both coming out uh, tomorrow. The the famous band? (laughs) Every time I say that name, it does sound like Corrin, but no, it is Corrin from uh, Uh Fire Emblem Fatties. Can't wait. Ah. I cannot wait for Fates, man. I can't wait for that. That, That's like this month, right? Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. How many Fire Emblem characters are in Smash Brothers now? I think it might really be six now. If you want me to count, you got Marth, Roy... The from melee, they're mm-hmm. in there. You got Ike from uh, from South Brawl. Yeah. You've uh, <laughs> you've got Robin and um, Lucina, and now this guy, now Corin, so six guy or girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, if you want to count the guy and girl versions, mm-hmm. you got eight. But I feel uh, like Robin has the yeah. gender swap as well. Yep. These are going to be the six characters that every everybody plays during Evo and bores me to tears. Where it's like, pick somebody who looks cool. I know. Everybody Not this loves, sword carrying nobody. Everybody loves Martha and Roy and yeah. Evo, but I. But Corrin I, turns into a dragon. Okay. Roy, yeah, which is like a it almost me. feels like a spoiler for yeah. the game. <laughs> yes, it's true. But. I mean, which, Japan, they don't care. They've yeah, had the game for They've months, had it for eight but... months, so what do they give a shit? But, I yeah, I, I, but Robin is still my main in Wii U 3DS. Like, I love Robin. She's great. And I do play as a girl because that's who I played as in the game. Yeah, it's always weird for me to see Guy Robin. But I have a theory about Corrin and why uh, he or she runs around with no shoes. And that's because, you know, in Awakening, they didn't have any damn feet. That's right. So I'm like, oh, they put feet in this game. Well, we've got to make our main character without shoes and to show off that... <laughs> He's got feet. He's got toes. <laughs> um, but yeah, aside from that, uh, like you said, Bayonetta is in there, mm-hmm. and she seems you know totally nuts and combo crazy, and mm-hmm. got guns and all these. So even... She can only get so naked in this T Rex. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. this this is true. She never got naked. Virtually yeah. nude. No. Like, yes. Never. Never more than Uma Thurman in the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. You come <laughs> to me if you understand that reference. Yes, yeah. you're not going to okay. step to me. No, you won't see <laughs> nipples or whatever, but mm-hmm. almost. She's not as yeah. as as in your face. Uh, Vayner is but, the yeah. best, and I love her mom haircut. Yeah, does, oh, does her hair like two haircuts? Stuff? Oh, she does. Get the, the, the beehive and the and her short hair, ah. and also yeah, Vayner one and Vayner two outfits. Mm, nice. Vayner one. Though when um, 
I think Kirby only has the bayonet of two hair when he eats uh. her and gets the hair, which looks mm. adorable too. Saying Kirby eating bayonetta, that's that's kind of <sighs> don't know what to think. I should not be this aroused. <laughs> you didn't say anything about the tails and knuckles outfits. Oh so really? All of those, I didn't those know. Furry lovers. That's also a count- command switch. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Gino. Yeah, there's a few. No, Gino's already out. Oh, Gino's Gino already came out, out. Uh, oh, along with Cloud. Mm. Yeah, I there bet. are a few other costumes. Uh, mm. Gil from Tower of Draga. I can't and, spend all uh, that money. Like, that's why I gave up Smash. I was like, I want to play as these, but I'm not spending I can't another sixty dollars dollars a year. Yeah, it's about it's it. twenty <laughs> bucks it's the, almost. No, it's not yeah. twenty bucks for this batch if you buy everything on both 3ds. And then and the Wii old U. batch was twenty bucks, right? Uh, I I don't know. I lost track. I can't can't keep track. But yeah, for the new stuff. So I feel like yeah. I I, sorry, scoff, yeah, I, I, scoff, I have an uncle who works at Nintendo. <laughs> I scoff when people complain about <laughs> games that release only digitally. Mm-hmm. But I am scoffing at the fact that, like, I so many franchises that have characters that are cool that only get represented in Smash Brothers via me costumes. It's like, yeah. come on, just make the character, even though that takes way more yeah, just uh, design a move set and commit to uh, yeah. balancing them across fifty people. <laughs> well, but I want, I want Knuckles in the game. Well, that's hundreds of people who get paid probably sixty thousand dollars a year. Do it for me. I realize. I think my complaint. No, I'm not paying ten dollars for that. My complaint is actually worse than demanding a physical edition. Like <laughs> yes, you, this this requires months of developer uh, support. Yeah. Whereas they could just make an outfit, and the, uh, I should. It's a shame of the internet, so it allowed people to. Uh, Wish without content. Uh, I do wish the, the Inkling had made it as a playable uh, character instead yeah. of just a costume. That was one that really deserved That's, it, I think. Why didn't that happen? Because hmm. it didn't. Sakurai is a fickle mistress. Well, he, do you think he made he all does whatever decisions? he feels like. I think he's one of the most powerful directors of a game there he is. Like, oh, he doesn't, in Japan, he doesn't get to do everything he wants, but I do think he can say, like, Waluigi's dumb. He's not playable. I don't care what you say. Like, you can just do that. Yeah, but, I think Nintendo bows to his whim. Pretty yeah. sure. In most Waluigi cases. is dumb, and that's why we want him. <laughs> so EA recently had a earnings call where they revealed that uh, 55 million units of next-gen or new-gen consoles have been sold. So uh, some outlets did some deduction and realized since Sony claimed that they have sold 35.9 million PlayStation 4s. That means there has been 19.1 Xbox One <laughs> units sold. Well, because so, Microsoft stopped saying how many they sold. Because yeah. I read on the internet that one time they still do it in Japan. And it was like, we sold 99 Xbox Ones <laughs> yep. this month in Japan. Yeah, that's yeah. Less than 100. We sold barely enough we, to make a fortune. We yeah. sold more uh, Tommy Boy commentaries on our band camp <laughs> than Microsoft I, We didn't sold. even do that one. That's the thing. That's crazy. I think it's, <laughs> I got to re- refund it, all that money. It is a really interesting turnaround, but also that I didn't think... I didn't think Xbox One and, mm. Nintendo, and the Wii U were so close. Like, they're not... They're but, only separated by like seven million and a year. Still only seven and million. a year. But just imagine it in your head. Yeah. But it, yeah. I don't think it's like. I feel like the PS3 was behind mm-hmm. by a bit for a while. Mm-hmm. They granted, like PS3 was always selling in Japan, whereas Xbox 360 didn't sell sure. in Japan. So th- I think that. But it was it was like, lagging behind the yeah. Wii significantly yeah. in the tens of millions. Yeah. Yeah. For a well, long time. The PS3, the PS3 got in the end got closer yeah. to the 360 than we expected, mainly because of Europe. It never. Yeah. PS3 never really got anywhere in America, but then it came to be close to neck and neck because the 360 had America mm-hmm. and Japan had Japan and Europe had the PS3 mm-hmm. but then once every region had the PS4 Oof. then 
Oof. Microsoft I, yeah. can't really but keep think, up with that. Yeah, like, but still, nineteen point one million. I think it's like it's, it's at number. a level. It's a lot. Yeah, it's at a level where I think you'll still see most third party games on both consoles. Mm-hmm. I don't think if yeah. not, unless it's developed in Japan. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I wish I could sell nineteen point yeah. one million anything. So WWE and Two K extended oh, their deal for a couple more years. Oh yeah! I, I only say this because we have three people who love wrestling on this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, well, there, I don't love there's the game. not other. That, I don't think there's any other information about that. But they didn't yeah, it's say gonna, how long it is. No, they yeah. didn't. A multi-year deal. It's like a wrestler's so it's, contract. It's at least you never two. Know. Yeah. yeah, at least you two. never know when. <laughs> okay. It's like a wrestler's contract. I might say it's either three or five. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never want. They don't want you counting the days till Daniel Bryan's contract is up or whatever. Yes, I think that's okay. I mean, it's it's sad. They're the only game in town. I do think in the two K era, I think they've been pushing for better quality than THQ did mm-hmm. in the Ukes days. Though I still don't think they've made a. It's a game I'll play and settle for yeah. because there's no other option. But it is not. It has been a long time since we've had what I consider a great wrestling game. WCW Backstage Assault. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah, that was so good. The benchmark. BS Assault. <laughs> uh, I think I think clearly the door is wide open for Nintendo to bring back pro wrestling. Yeah. Dude. Amazon. Just, I'll Amazon, bite your head. Star I'll bite Man, your head. Yeah. King Corn Cars. Stop, man. Just bring back Fire Pro. Bring back yeah. Fire Pro Wrestling. It, well, that was on, on, on Xbox, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. There <laughs> it was, was not a 360 Fire Pro. <laughs> I, refuse on Xbox to, I refuse to recognize <laughs> that game. It is not a Fire Pro game. Yeah. I fucking bought that. I game. don't know what you're talking it about. It was an Avatar game. It was one of their... When they showed off three games, they're like, Hey, Japan, 360 still going here. We got... They had Crimson Dragon, which never even came out on 360. Terrible. They had Rise of the Dead or that Sega Connect game that was oh, House of the Rise Dead. Rise of Nightmares? Rise of Nightmares. And then they had, we've got pro, we've got the Fire Pro Wrestling with avatars. And it was the simplest wrestling game I'd ever played. <laughs> Garbage. And I was just like, why'd you take the Fire Pro name for them? Or why did Agitech or whoever offer it up? Like, um, it's shameful. A shameful act. Uh, meanwhile, Konami just got the TNA license. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to think of a down on their luck developer. You're going to fight the baseball yeah. pros or yeah. whatever their name. Is. Oh, fight uh, WWX or whatever that's <laughs> called. Yeah, that was originally called. Natsume should bring back the Natsume Wrestling oh. Federation. <laughs> that was a game. the most obscure reference. I, I think the whole show they had the had. reverse shrimp hold. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it's, it's a Boston crab. It's a. It was a single leg crab. I'm okay, put, single I'm gonna, leg crab. Going to put yes. poop back in your spine. <laughs> you can Ugh. get the reverse I, shrimp hold is what it was I called in that be- game. I believe. I believe Natsume believe. wrestling is still. I believe that Natsume wrestling is on the Wii U eShop. Like you can legit buy it. Uh, Natsume definitely on Wii. I, I think you're right. Is also on Wii U. Natsume is among those uh, very few third party publishers that also get their old stuff on the eShop. Like mm-hmm. that works to. Do so. No, they're trying. Well, we're moving from Natsume to Natsumi. Up! Oh, uh, Sony tried to trademark the term "Let's Play." So th- hey, this is in the ago. same week that the Fine Brothers I tried. Think that to... was a couple months ago. What? No, no, no. no. The, the Let's Play thing was yeah. some months. Ago. Polygon article <laughs> told ago. me uh, otherwise. But something happened this week, right? Well, the, the Fine Bros thing. tried to. The, if you ever. I didn't know people made those videos. Like I just thought they, I just thought they existed by the will of the universe. Like you, as somebody yeah. as a, who's a content creator for the internet, you think I'd have more interest in that. But you just see, they all just seem so disposable. Of just like I, here's a here's a one color background yeah. to draw your eye. 
kids going, yes. and then a picture of a thing. Here's a child in a flat-brimmed hat reacting yeah. to a Famicom. And, <laughs> yeah, and what she's, and also like they weren't. I saw that shit on like Conan or like yeah. uh, it was a talk show thing in the '90s to show old yeah, technology. I feel I feel bad for them because I don't think they were out to do anything evil. I don't think I, so either. I think they were out to like. I think television is desperate enough to like get that content on the air mm-hmm. and if television does it it's like well you we can't have anybody else doing react videos it- I, so I also feel like it comes from I think it's wrong that they try to say like oh we copyright reacting and then people can just come at them and call them hypocrites because they're saying like the stuff you make you don't make it like or you it depends on stuff you don't make you have to have somebody else create something and then you get people to react I, to I it i hate the i and, hate the idea that they did that mm-hmm. had to do that but they also retracted it very quickly and i think yeah they uh, were under s- traditional business measures i think they were some not not to completely within their right but like that was that's just the steps that you take mm-hmm. to protect your ip when you're moving forward in other mediums yeah. And I don't, I don't sure think they were up to, I don't think they were up to evil things like to get rid of no. reacts on the internet. Uh, but yeah, they immediately withdrew it. And like, but I ha- but I also think it like they fell into the real backlash wasn't mm-hmm. just like look at these dicks trying to copyright something. It mm-hmm. was this backlash against what is the DIY ethos of YouTube. Yeah. Anytime somebody makes more than what people think a YouTube person should make, that's true. Like, or it gets too businessy, there's always a backlash. Yeah. Like when people find out PewDiePie made millions of dollars, and people go like, "How does he make that?" Like, like. What do you care? Like well, he he doesn't make as much as like Stephen Colbert, he, who hosts a TV yeah. show on a dime. He doesn't media. deserve it, and Jay Leno does. Get yeah, you should have gotten mad yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah, it's you hear about his YouTube? Hey, you hear about his YouTube? You hear about these kids react to this thing? Yes, I took it to the street. Watch Wait, Jay so, Leno, who notoriously never reacted so, to anything. So the fact that the Let's Play uh, patent was rejected is mm-hmm. that news? It wasn't like rejected. It they was, withdrew oh. it. Oh. They withdrew uh, the, uh, to trademark it, which yeah. uh, which was literally only so like they. You just have to understand, like if I if if we went to go if we went to uh, Discovery Channel and tried to pitch a Laser Time show and it's revealed we don't own Laser Time, <laughs> oh, no. we're not in the conversation anymore. Yeah. We're not legally in, allowed to be at the table. Oh, okay. um, so I think that I think what they were doing was just trying to move forward with their business and not keep everyone else from making the same kind of content on the internet. So I don't think that's that's what they were after. I understand people because like that can easily go real wrong yeah. uh, with patent and copyright law, but so I understand like. I don't know. I don't know. They reacted very fast. I think they did the right thing, and I think yeah. they did it very like fast enough to like. If you were unsubscribing or hate them, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever watch the kind of garbage they put on the internet, and I'm I'm defending them. Uh-huh. But like that, sh- I have no. Old people react to a new. Who gives a shit? How much time in the universe do you have? Not defending the content. Mm. I'm just saying I think they were just trying to make some business. Oh, there's one bit of news I wanted to mention, though, okay. that uh, broke before this. Mm. That was big news to me as a fan of niche Japanese RPGs. Ooh. Sega. the Dragon. Uh, yes. So for the last decade, uh-huh. Sega has had this series called Seventh Dragon, which is an RPG series from the director of the original Fantasy Star series. Like, Reiko Kadama, I believe her name is. She she started doing this series, but she had the bad luck of starting to do a niche game when Sega didn't feel like localizing those anymore. Uh, mm. And so we haven't gotten any of them. Now, How many have there been? There's only been two. Okay. Well, what about Sixth Dragon, Fifth Dragon? Fourth exactly. Dragon. It's always it's been Seventh Dragon. Been, Why they call them Final Fantasies when there's more He's of them? He's not the Seventh Dragon. <laughs> so, so now we're getting Seventh Dragon 
Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD. As long as I can remember the title. Can we just call it Seventh Dragon Three? No, no, no. Seventh Dragon Three, or maybe it's Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD. That's how I'm reading it. You know, there's no break. Like there's Code colon VFD, but it should be Seventh Dragon Three hyphen Intellectual Property Third Birthday. But the why are we getting this? Atlas. That's who you should thank. It is not. Well, okay. Thanks, Sega. But Sega, Sega of America is is a shell of its former self. Like it doesn't publish games. They're not at least not on consoles Mm -hmm. or handhelds. But when Sega of Japan purchased Atlas, they ended up with an amazing localization house in Atlas USA that they never had before. You can't localize this game. It'll cost $3 million. And everybody else in the universe is like, what the hell are you talking about? We do this every day. Yeah, Atlas USA is used to like (laughs) sell it. When they sell a game and it sells 100,000 copies, they they are so excited. Game that sells 500,000 for them like makes their year. Like they know how to economically release niche games. So... I think you have them to thank for this. Same with Yakuza Zero mm-hmm. even coming exactly. over here. I think it's the same deal. Like and so, thanks Atlas for being awesome. This was was this is like the good side of the good or bad scenario. I imagine when Atlas USA got bought. When Atlas got bought, I thought, oh no, Sega's going to ruin them. Like then on the other side of things, I was, like, oh no, Atlas can show them how to not be fucking idiots in America. The video game companies, especially in Japan, that are older than 30, 30 years old. Mm-hmm are uh, addicted to a certain way of doing business. And I've been at some of those meetings where, like, we can't localize this. It will cost millions. And it's from someone, I know it's way more than translating the language. Like, mm-hmm. that is asinine. That is not the case. And maybe that was the case when you were making billions of dollars hand over fist. But there's companies who do it every day, and it doesn't cost $3 million. It makes me wonder if... And comp- so, but they don't want to find out that new way, and they're not going to... Yeah. Like, to their credit, they're not firing the people who do that job no. in the department I mean, they have good. to localize. But, like, good. I'm pretty sure Sega acquiring Atlas was like, there is another way to do things in an economical way. I don't wonder mm-hmm. if, like, the other big guys like Namco, Capcom, Konami... Well, they don't, they're not in that conversation. But anyway, Namco or Capcom... They could just buy, like, NIS or Axis or any of the other, like, niche publishers of Japanese games just to get a good localization yeah, house totally. to cheaply put out their stuff. I think it requires some dedication on, on, on some people's parts, and I don't yeah. want anybody doing it who's not making a living off it because it's, localization is a hard thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, look, I'm just saying, Pachinko is not that hard to localize. We get, <laughs> that's why it's so prevalent here in the United States. Um, <laughs> it's on Prices Right every Exactly, week. exactly. Drew Carey does it all the time. <laughs> you there That's a go. different game. What is it? Plinko is the one where you drop the little puck down the hole. Oh. That's a mountain. Yeah, mountain climber. Mountain climber, yeah. Which one do you win the barbecue grill on? <laughs> All of them. Okay. That's what I thought. Let's move on to the question of the week. Whoa! Uh, last week's question of the week was, have you ever faced a puzzle difficult enough to stop you in your tracks? Uh, if so, what was it? Hoff, if you have one that springs to mind, feel free to tell us, but if not... Uh, or if one pops up, you can tell us later. Crap, I had one before uh-huh. we started recording, and I totally don't remember it right now. If it comes back to me. That, that's a puzzle oh, wait, in I and do, of itself. Oh, I do. I <laughs> do. Twilight Princess. That actually. was just going to say that. Was it the moving the... the... Yeah, the stupid moving the block yeah, puzzle. The... And the thing is, I was writing the strategy guide for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you have no one to ask. No, I did have someone to ask, okay. fortunately. I was able to go across to Nintendo uh-huh. and talk to the treehouse, and they explained it to me. But if I had been doing that on my own, it would take me freaking forever, and the guide <laughs> that, never really got done. That is <laughs> the most frustrating <laughs> Zelda puzzle in history to me. <laughs> Uh, it would have been great if the stride you guys said, when you get to this yourself. puzzle, go across the hall If and I'm ask. not mistaken, I think we that was solved in our office by having to go over to Dan Amrick 
who's someone mm-hmm. who relishes puzzles of, of that yeah. nature, and he was like, okay, I see what you do. Yeah. And Dan had to solve it. Yeah, so that was a big pain in the ass. Wow. <laughs> uh, the first person to post in the forums, Cody, said, Surge's gym, puzzle, and Pokemon Red. Uh, there are several switches, and you have to press the correct two, one after the other, in order to get through. So if you hit one and not the correct one right after, it will reset and then randomize to two other switches <laughs> that could be across the room or right next to each other. So it's all to chance. Now, sometimes it can be real easy and lucky, lucky, but one playthrough it took me forever to get the correct two. Then there's a series of puzzles in Ruby and Sapphire you have to get through by being able to read Braille as well as having the correct Pokemon. What? I doubt very ma- many people got through that without a guide. Is that true? That's I didn't beat Ruby and Sapphire, so sorry. I cannot say. I'm going to just take I would assume word. that's true. I, I did. It's I'm very gonna, true. I'm going to read the next one here because it, it speaks to me. Memb Insane Rain... Nope, Mem Insanerine? Mem Insane in the membrane. Oh, I get it, I get it. Uh, Anyway, they said, I was never a big fan of slide puzzles, like me, too. Uh, And I'm also not a fan of playing a bad game that is part of my favorite franchise. So when playing through Silent Hill Homecoming, boo, Mm -hmm. and getting to a slide puzzle in a main character's attic, I threw the chair I was sitting in, not while I was sitting in it, mind you. That would have been silly and against the laws of physics. That is the key Mm -hmm. to flying, by the way. Throwing the chair you're (laughs) sitting in. No, you jump and then jump a second time. We've all played Gravity Rush. Predictably, I messed around with it whilst trying to find a solution. Got stuck, saved, stopped playing, through my chair. I did go online to find a solution only to learn the horrific truth. If you messed with the puzzle enough without solving it, it would get to a point where it couldn't go back to the way it was and become unsolvable. I returned to my game and found it did not reset to its original point and I had to replay the game again to fix it with many a chair thrown in the progress. I would just stop at that point and be like, I don't give a fuck about Silent Hill after that. I hated the sliding puzzles that were in Wind Waker. Yep. I mean, even those weren't even, like those are easy to reset, and they were like just not. Every time things. I encounter one, I start to hate Tomb Raider for some reason. <laughs> I, I blame them for box sliding puzzles. Uh, Corey Noob said a puzzle that stumped me and halted progression was Fez's clock puzzle. Before I found you could change the, uh, your clock system, I had no idea how we, spo- how we were supposed to get those sweet gold cubes, and so I quit the game until a friend told me you could just change your system clock to get past the puzzle solving. Mm. Uh, Moops says that uh, I remember playing King's Quest V for the NES and coming Whoa. across a puzzle where the main character, King Graham, would get killed unless you were holding a crystal that you needed to get much earlier in the game, and you couldn't backtrack in order to get the crystal. When I found out, I got so furious, I can't believe Sierra Games would get away with crap like that in the 90s. <laughs> it does seem really yeah. unfair, though. Kadami published that one on the NES, I've, by the way. I have never even seen it. But oh, wait, Sierra, no, I know the cover. Sierra just had the mindset of, if you were smart, you'd have caught this, and you didn't, so but if, you didn't, if you didn't fulfill this one piece of criteria, you can't... Nope, you can I never progress. I did play through that on the NES, but I don't remember getting uh, hung up in by Lucas that. Arts. That's why Sounds Lu- like bragging, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Lucas Arts was always preferred by me because it's like Lucas Arts never had a fail state. It was mm. the, you, you can never get to an it's end. That scum point. engine, baby. Yeah. It was hard to die. So Tenga says, if we're allowed to talk about puzzles from graphic adventure games, no, there have been some real humdingers uh, from those by Lucas Arts, even from my favorite game, Dave the Tentacle where I knew I had to get dentures from a talking horse, but wasn't sure what item was needed to extract them. Turns out you have to take Bernard's textbook, which he has from the very beginning of the game, and read it to the horse until the horse gets bored and falls asleep. And that's one of the milder examples of those type of 
puzzles, if you can believe it. Well, speaking of LucasArts, yeah. yeah. What a puddle, man. Uh, Onyx Oblivion said... Onyx Oblivion said... You can make fun of his next uh, mystery. Okay. Onyx Oblivion said, The Longest Journey, a 1999-2000 adventure game. In particular, the key to the electrified train tracks puzzle. Just getting one of the items needed to get the key requires an absurd logic leap to get a rubber duck. You need to throw breadcrumbs out of your window to get a seagull to land on the duck and puncture its beak. Track that down and patch the hole with a bandage. Then you attach a clothesline to the duck and then to a clamp. <laughs> Remove the bandage to deflate the duck and apply pressure making the clamp shut, thus finally picking up the key. I freely admit to searching this online after hours of aimless wandering. Did I mention this puzzle is during the very start of the game? It sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's not just a clever name. I'm glad I didn't play that game. Uh, Titty Towelhead, which I don't think I should say, uh, in their first forum post said, The Sorrow Boss Fight from Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, for those who don't know what happens, you have to tr uh, trudge through a river very slowly, passing by every soldier you killed throughout the game. On my first playthrough, I killed way too many people to count, so naturally walking to the Sorrow took a long time. Uh, so you get to the end of the of the boss fight, and no matter what you do, no matter what you do, you die. Game over. I restarted it over and over again before giving up and going to a guy. Turns out you need to hold the L two button and revive yourself with a pill snake hid under his tooth. Yep. I think. Uh, also, first post. Woo! Been a fan since Talk Raider. Hence the name. Just haven't posted the forms in forever. So Thank you. Playing Titty get... Towelhead is a reference to Talk Radar, which I just don't remember. <laughs> um, I hope I, I can't imagine anybody's responsible for that other than me. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to throw that on you. Yeah. I don't want to make that assumption. Oh, I've already got yeah. so. Check the uh, thirty twenty ten comments. I'm... Type forty comics says in Lego Dimensions Doctor Who set you have to hack a terminal. When you do, it puts you into the computer and you have to hop around to activate buttons. But half the blocks that you jump on are missing. I couldn't figure it out. I eventually quit and picked it up the next day. The answer was super simple. The blocks are color-coordinated, and you have to move your Lego figure to the corresponding light on the Lego base. But so often, I totally forget about the base. I Dude, that was the, maddening when we were playing that game. Yeah, it's like every every puzzle solution is simple, but takes forever to figure out for some reason. Yes. He's all well, about but, the but base. But that involves, no it involves the, the no. base. The base glows in different ways at different yeah. times with um, different all characters. All your base joke, <laughs> you sons of bitches. I got. I'm. I'm with hip with the kids, man. I'm with making all your base yep, joke. Hip with the kids. Henry knows those yeah. thirteen year old internet jokes. No, I was talking about all. Of, uh, <laughs> oh, all, all about, about that the base. base. That's a no two year trouble. old. Yeah, yeah that's hardly old. old. Yeah. Um, another first time poster. Lightwatch says a while back I got an indie game on Steam called The Fish Fillets, and for the first time ever, a game's puzzle stumped me for weeks at a time. The levels go from uh, deceptively easy in the beginning to darn near impossible, watch your language, uh, <laughs> at only halfway through the game, and are a challenge for anyone who enjoys puzzle games. Also, the game is basically an under-the-sea parody of the X-Files, which I find hilarious and currently relevant. Thank you, Lightwatch. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Ooboy says, uh, does anyone remember the game Zack McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders? I, I do. I never played it, but I remember the name. Uh, that's probably the least remembered Lucasfilm adventure game. I got that game as a kid around 1988 and then was stuck on it for probably 10 years or so until I finally got the internet and somehow this game <laughs> stuck in my memory so I searched for a guide to finally finish the game. What made this game so hard was that it was extremely open because you could buy plane tickets and fly around the world without knowing where you were supposed to go or go to places without the item you needed and you had a limited amount of money to buy plane tickets. Oof. Sounds like life. <laughs> uh, Reminds me of deja vu. <laughs> okay. 
T-A-F-K. Uh, NES computer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you could go somewhere, I just spend your cab money, then you couldn't get, you couldn't pay the guy, and they would just kill you dead. Or wow. were you talking about that because the boy in his blob? Because you could I just mean, toss that's... out all your jelly beans. Like, what are these yeah. two? You were gonna need those <laughs> eight hours uh, from you now. You need that eighth bit. You need that third bean right now. Like, yeah. Uh, T A F K said the dumb teleporter puzzle in Tales of Symphonia. Hey, out now. It's relatively early on in the game and basically forces you to guess which of. Excuse me. Which of, Which of three teleporters takes you to the correct room? The problem is that there are multiple levels of this with no indication uh, of to which is which, and some of the teleporters take you back to previous rooms. Oh. Anytime there is a puzzle you can't logically solve, pisses me off to no end. It reminds me of that game Renegade on NES, where it'd be like, you went in this door in level four, now you're back to the beginning of level one. It was this terrible like the story. I never got to level four. It was, yeah, that, that game was weird, <laughs> the but The story of the NES, boring. Jesus Christ. S. My D says, that jump in TMNT on NES at the dam. You know the one before we have to swim through all that BS seaweed. Uh, Our award was the crappy seaweed maze that took just about as long to navigate. God bless the game genie, or I'd never been able to see the end of that crappy game. Uh, Of course, by the time those codes were available, I could legit get to the Technodrome. I I believe I watched the awesome (laughs) games on Quick Thing, and I couldn't believe what an idiot that guy made me look like for... I, I have my problems with the original TMNT. I think we all do. Oh, yeah, and he's like, everybody calls the, the damn level hard. And I, yeah. I had it memorized. He's like, just take damage. Like, there's a full <laughs> pizza at the end, and you can revive one of your characters yeah. and switch. Uh, and he just he just never timed anything. Just swam through everything oh and God. completely did it I, in, in uh, like 40 seconds. And I was like, wow. the damn The damn part wasn't that bad. To me, it was everything, everything after else. the damn. Everything else, the randomly generating levels, the yeah. horrible, horrible characters, clearly meant for a game that wasn't Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Well, look, Christian Slater levels. and Bo Bridges like the game. Well, so, like uh, uh, characters, like you just back you'd back out of an, a zone and all of a sudden it's flooded with a new kind uh, of enemy that you could never predict that all had terrible patterns. Gumby X says, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I never beat the Milkman level in Psychonauts. I got to the part where you need to climb the telephone pole, but I could never find the hard hat you need to get past the telephone repairman. I looked everywhere I could think of and refused to check a guide. Between the frustration of not being able to find it and the growing headache I was getting from running around the level, damn that camera, I had to stop. I never ended up going back to it. Uh, another new forum member, Steve Promo, said, Hello, everybody. Long-time listener, first-time poster. The f- worst puzzle halt that halted my progression was because of a language barrier in 1990. <laughs> you see, I was a French-Canadian oh, speaking, oui. uh, speaking fourth grader the first time I played the original Legend of Zelda. I was able to get to level 7 within a couple weeks. But then I got stuck at the Hungry Goria. I went back and played through all the levels again thinking I had missed something. Nobody around me had a clue of what I needed to do in order to advance past the gibberish-speaking enemy. I had no idea what grumble-grumble meant. Nobody did. It's not something that I ever heard in my little French corner of the gaming world. <laughs> well, it really doesn't have anything to do yeah. with French-speaking anyway. I don't think it yeah. helps if you knew English. I finally took my courage and asked my fourth-grade teacher. To this day, I can remember the look she gave me 
as she clearly had no clue of what I was talking about. For Victoria, weeks, you weak plebe. <laughs> oh, give me to my baguette. Stupid American. Please, please stay with us, uh, Steve Promo. I know this is your first post. Uh, for weeks, I wasn't able to get past him by stabbing, burning, etc. I don't recall how I did it, but I was uh, as I was trying everything, I guess I finally gave him the meat and was able to complete the game. Finally gave him the meat, huh? Yeah. Uh, so the question of the week for this week, again, inspired by Groundhog Day, which I know is like two or three days old by the time this posts, but mm. uh, this came up while we were doing our Monday Night Movies commentary, patreon.com slash time for Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. If you had a single game to play Groundhog Day style, which means you start at the beginning every day, but you remember playing it every mm-hmm. day, you know, like your save file just at 6 a.m., yeah. it's gone. What game would that be? Splunky. Uh, would you, uh, would elaborate you elaborate uh, on that? How you say? Uh, well, it's a roguelike. It's a, like it's different all the time. You could play it like you, all you can do is get better at Splunky yeah. and just throw more challenges at you. But don't you get like some sort of collectible that like yeah. adds up? But those are gone. Well, you, but it's still like there's an enjoyable. Ex- I, I've, yeah. I've never gotten very far in that game. It's yeah. just like. Ah, shit, this thing is taking forever to export. Oh, it's a little Splunky. Maybe that's who the best mm-hmm. uh, Splunky speedrunners are on, on YouTube, are mm-hmm. the ones who just are Living Groundhog Daying every day. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't Bill Murray at uh, Evo or whatever? Where I think he'd say things. that's dumb. Yeah. Like, that's for Splunky. Dumb kids. Dumb kids. Whatever. Call uh, me Bronco. Boy, boy, oh boy. Hmm. That is tough. I think I would go with a tactical game. Actually, yeah, I know exactly the one I go with. One that saves no progress anyway, and most levels take me yes, yeah, 20 hours to do, which is Civilization Revolution, mm, uh. or any Civ game, really. They last a long time, they engross me all day, and I, and it resets every time. There's not unlockables normally in a Civ game. I, I do live- they not have like a campaign mode that... No, each one's a campaign. You think, pick the, uh, your country, and it is randomly generated. I lived with a girl when I first moved to San Francisco, and I was started in the games industry, and she played Civ for every night, never saved, mm-hmm. and started over oh, wow. every single night. And I was just like, what are you doing now? And like, having a good time. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're doing. Uh, but I, I do understand how she could do that, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's it's different every time. So totally, that'd mm-hmm. be a great Groundhog Day. Yeah. Uh, Hoff, do you Hoff uh, answer for this? I'm How sorry. dare you? <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to say something that's you know severely pattern based. I'm mm. not sure this would really be my final answer, but maybe something like uh, Contra uh, Shattered Soldier or something, uh, where wow. you know you would you know have all these really complicated patterns and bullets to dodge, mm-hmm. but you keep practicing and practicing, and then you the get double you know, S rank. So, <laughs> yeah, super awesome, good at it. So something mm. along those lines. Shattered uh, Soldier is underrated. It's yeah. the PS1 game, right? Uh, no, that is PS2. Oh, is it? Which one's Shattered Soldier? The PS2 one? Yeah, it was the, the first one on PS2. Uh-huh. So I, my, one. one of my best friends like, played that every, of... every day. Every oh, day we try and get better at I that. I think it's sad that Contra 4 will never be played by... Like, That's, it should just yeah. get re-released. I think so, that is the best way forward game of all time. I bet way forward could, mm-hmm. wouldn't... If Konami came to them and was like... Drop what you're doing and port this game for us to PC. Right. They do it. I believe they, they do don't it. even have to pay way forward to release it again. <laughs> no, like probably not. My answer would be Grand Theft Auto Five, just because I feel like if I had that affliction where I was, uh, where I had to live every day over and over again, I would want some sort of like parallel dimension that I could go into. <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto Five, for one thing, it's all open at the beginning, so sure. you can go anywhere, and just like. I'm going to follow this person in this game around mm-hmm. because I'm doing this for 30 years and I I want to get to know this game on a very, very 
intimate level. It's and uh, The and only game like... mentioned so far, like, I don't want to play it today. I want to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, you can do <laughs> that too. And you can just make a movie. But then it would get deleted off of YouTube the next day and all of your... Yeah, but you uh... still have a criteria to go after. Oh, I made over 300 views yeah. in this day. And maybe you get to a point where, like, you are making it's... a GTA level and it's on the national news by the nighttime. What a sad version of that Bill Murray movie. Yeah, my video got over a thousand views, and I got to live another day. It's uh, great. Well, I learned some. I can't well, believe this is my Andy McDowell. That movie's based on old media, uh, <laughs> nightly true. news or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, please uh, put your answer of the question of the week in the forums. Whoever starts the forum thread will get read, and everybody else, it's up to me, usually, because I collect them. And you can answer in the comments, too. Yeah, you can do that, and I also collect them from there. But that'll do it for this episode of Video Games Apocalypse. Oh, God, you're so you're going to get in so much trouble. Episode number one. He's going to rub his beard all over you. Yeah. Do you guys have some plugs you'd like to I report? feel like Hoffman should go first. He's Indeed, the guest of honor. Before anybody ducks out when I do mine. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you can uh, check out my uh, usual podcast gig, which is Power Pros Podcast. Woo! Or listen to it over on iTunes. And you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Chris the Hoff. Yeah, both are great forms to get a lot of Nintendo uh, Views snark and, and all that info. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, you know, I'd say we're a bunch of nerds here, aren't? Did you say that? And that's that's the oh wait. I kind of had to get them all out. So this week on Laser Time, we talk about the evolution of the nerd, the mm-hmm. history of the nerd in pop culture from the uh, origins of the nerd to the weird 80s sex nerds to the yeah. to the postmodern 90s nerds to the nerds of today. Yeah. It, oh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a lot of fun talking about that. That was uh, really fun. And also, 302010. Um, yeah. I love the show we did last time. The commenters... All disagree with, uh, with with my joy of that last episode. I am shocked by that. But I, I swear you'll love it or go to Laser Time Podcast to read the comments to know what I'm talking about. It was our about. most meaty episode of news. Yeah. We've like, never we had the most news 302010 is with. the show, Chris, if you don't know, where we deal with uh, that week in history 30 years ago, oh, sure, sure. 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And it just like that Nintendo Power. Yeah, yes. It, but it just happened. We ripped we, you off. We've never... Oh, yeah, we're still <laughs> totally, I, think, I think ours was set. actually 510 we ever had to deal with a tragedy that wasn't a culture like a, no pop culture events but something that happened and mm-hmm. go to lasertimepodcast.com to find out mm-hmm. what it is <laughs> and there's always the great comic book podcast uh-huh. i host every week cape crisis give that a listen and there's talking simpsons our chronological exploration of the every episode of simpsons we're mm. coming to the end of season six six it's season really two got like six no! Sorry. I got over six episodes. Left. Okay, we're two thirds of the way through season <laughs> two. Uh, and there's also, uh, well, go to patreon.com slash laser time, a great place to uh, give us money to live. And uh, we, we um, yeah. and you get a whole, you get so many things, including bonus time and extra podcasts. It's where you can week. help contribute to the show and help us live and continue to do this and upgrade our equipment and not just upgrade, but keep it like if a mic breaks, buy that. And uh, we try and earn it. You get an exclusive podcast every week, an exclusive live and audio commentary, an exclusive wrestling commentary, an exclusive Marvel, like comic cartoon commentary. And you guys, there was a little bit of a delay in the physical goods that come out, but stickers and posters. Come on, that poster? Who saw it today? It's, it's a little slice of wonderful. You know, there's a plug I always forget to do on these things, but we, but you should follow us on Twitter at ah. Laser Time Show. I don't care. 
We do we uh, do a lot of daily updates yeah. on there, and you'll find out about Sorry, streams yes. we're doing. A lot you'll, you you'll can, learn a lot about what we're doing. You can follow this show, which I'm hosting for this week at VG Dave Apocalypse oh, on Twitter. I would have just put your name in there, uh, and also me at Dave Run. At Dave Run. And I host the Cheap Podcast, a pro wrestling podcast. We recently celebrated our. 69 dudes episode or 69th episode not an episode of 69 dudes um <laughs> there, there probably was because it was about the royal rumble which has a lot of people in it and we talked about two royal rumbles and then nine more men and we yeah. talked about 69 uh <laughs> did you, also if you like video games there's a video game music podcast vg empire uh it's our second installment of mario rpgs yes where we talk about paper jam bros Dream Team and some lost songs from I'm Super able to play Mario. Paper Jam in yeah. Five days. Oh, yeah. I need to get into my copy as well of Paper Jam. All right, that'll do it for episode 149 of Video Gaming Apocalypse. We'll see you next week. Okay, uh, you puke, slime, maggot. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Send you home in an itty bitty ditty bag. Itty bitty ditty bag. Do I make myself clear? Yeah. <laughs>